Yeah, for sure. Well, getting to the game tonight, a lot of people didn't think this was even going to happen when the NFL first started playing. It seemed like it was a long road, and it has been a long road. I know, I know everyone that's playing sports, whether it's at the high school, college, or professional <laughs> level, is kind of fighting the same battles and stuff. But we do have a game tonight. We have this. It's Super Bowl 55, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. And before we get to who we th- who you think is going to win, we'll get this from everybody. We got a few questions that we want to ask. It's kind of fun and see what everybody thinks. And first off, there's a couple of prop questions out there that's kind of generates some interest. One is on the national anthem. And I've never really paid a lot of attention to the national anthem before. I mean, I've listened to it, obviously, but I've not really paid attention to the length, to the length of it. But now the funny thing is there, there's an over-under now on how long the national anthem is going to be tonight. So really the over-under is one minute, 59 seconds. So do you want to take the over or the under? Oh, my heavens. I don't. I don't know. I just want to see the jets, the, you know, the airplanes fly over yeah, at, the, yeah. at the right time. I don't know how they time that out like they do. So it is. I don't, I don't think that's a legal bet because somebody knows the length on that. There's, you would there's, think. there's you been would rehearsals think. and all that good stuff, but it's out there though. It's out. <laughs> it's Who's out doing there. That here? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, if I had to take, I would take the over just because I don't think with, that it's going to be sung by Jasmine Sullivan and um, Eric Church. So if it's a duet, I'm pretty sure it's going a little longer than two minutes. But well, last last year's I think two minutes and five seconds. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be the over. But we'll see. <laughs> um, the next one's kind of funny too. Is and that and someone has to know this this too. But um, what color is the Gatorade going to be on the winning coach or whoever wins? Is it going to be orange? Is it going to be red? I think orange is a favorite. But I would have guessed red, honestly. But I, orange is a favorite. So what do you think on that? I think it'll be – I'm a, going back traditional. Let's go back to the when the Giants started doing that, you know, and they were getting the coach every time. I'm going traditional, lime green. All right, sounds good. That, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's up there somewhere. I don't know if that happens, that would that'd be pretty, pretty big. All right, we've got a couple more real quick before we get your prediction. Um, who do you think those more passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? I'll let Rob answer that first. <laughs> yeah, we're joined also by our director of athletics, Dr. Rob Ramsar. He's coming up next. Rob, do you want to take a shot at that one real quick? Step in line in front of Scott. Uh, Patrick Mahomes seems like a safe bet on that one. All right. I, I I'll take with that. Okay. I'll take the over on the national anthem. I, yeah, I don't think there's any way it's going to be under <laughs> one minute, 59 seconds. So if it's a duet, but what do I know? It could be. I, I do have a, a ton of respect for, for Brady. And if it's, probably any other game I would, you know, definitely a, a Tom Brady fan just because the way he handles some things, but definitely uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs for the most passing yards. Yeah. A couple more before you get your prediction. Um, who has more receiving yards, a duel of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin or Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Kelsey and Hill. Yeah. That, that, it, it's it's a good one, but uh, I think Tyreek Hill, he, he, he had two over 200 receiving yards in the first quarter of the last meeting. In the regular scene, so they're going to have to find a way to to shave that down quite a bit. So, all right, one more for you, Scott. And we'll get your prediction. Who has which team combined for the most rushing yards? Rushing yards. Oh wow! I I, I hope it's the Chiefs because that means that uh, we're up and we're controlling the game a little bit. That's that's how I I hope that the Chiefs going to have you know just love to see them dominate in every category. That's for sure. If the Chiefs lead in rushing guards, they're Kansas City's in really good shape. You're right. They are yeah. in, they're in control. And then they could yeah. be. 
All right, you may have gave it away with your prediction. I'm going to let you say anyway. Who wins tonight? <laughs> Who wins? I, the Tampa Bay. I'm hoping the Chiefs. All right, you're taking the Chiefs. All right. All right, we got it down. Morgan, you got you got all this written down? No, I did yep. not, but I finally got my camera to work. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> Scott's got the Chiefs. So okay. all this is we're noting all this. So got we'll we'll that. revisit okay. it on our on our next week's show. I'm so, just super no. thrilled that I got this to work. All right. All right. Good deal. Good deal. All right, Scott. Appreciate everything you do. Right. We I mean, we're kind of rolling along. So um kind of, you know, it's a different year, but uh, great day yesterday and good job on yeah. everything. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Yep. All right. You already heard a little bit from our director of athletics, Dr. Rob Ramsar. But, Rob, how are you doing today? How's it going? Good. Good. How are you all? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing good. I talked to Scott just a little bit ahead of when you got on here about how this year is a little bit different. And we're kind of in the second semester now. And we're just kind of rolling through that. And, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect scenario now. It, that's out the window. No one does it. No, there's no A-plus grades on how you handle things and, and everything that's coming at you. But, at least from where I've stood and what I've seen, we've handled it about as well as I think anybody can, and it can be held. So now that we're kind of a month into the second semester, um, how do you assess kind of where we're at now from this athletic department and campus-wide and kind of where we're going? You know, we've, um, I think it's going as well as it could. Um, I think Dr. Carey and the cabinet have done a nice job to where we haven't made knee-jerk decisions. Uh, we've, tried to take the information as it's come and do what we can do safely. And I, I, I think that's going well. Our, our quarantine and positive numbers are really as low as they've been for the most part all year right now. And um, yeah, kudos to our, our coaches and our student athletes for, for taking it seriously and doing what they can. So um, yeah, like you said, a while that we're doing as well as we can in a tough situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the tests are coming. As I said, there's no perfect scenario in this. We're going to have a, um, all the fall sports convergence already started mm -hmm. and yeah. we're just going to have them all playing at the same time, but that's good. We'll, we'll take it. We, as we sit here last April and, and May and stuff, we will gladly take the scenario what we have. So we'll <laughs> keep fighting through it and keep going. And um, I sure appreciate everything that you've done to lead the department and um, Scott as well. And you guys have just done as, as good a job as, as possible and um, steering the ship forward. And we're, we're going to keep doing it and keep plugging away at it and, um, it's, it's much appreciated. So we, it's well, great work so far. You're too kind. You and Morgan and Scott and Scott Cox. I mean, you guys have done, yeah, done a good yep. job. We're rolling. Yeah. We appreciate it. Good times. We're going to keep going. So, all right, onto the game and out. You already got one of your picks in. Scott deferred to you <laughs> um, <laughs> on the passing yards and the national. So, so real quick on the Gatorade, what color do you think the Gatorade is going to be? Orange, red, what do you think? Um, I'll go with red. That's probably going to be my pick, too, because I, I told Scott, yeah. I said, I always envision it being red. You know, I don't pay a lot of attention to it, though, as far as when they dump it, because the coach is always trying to run away, so <laughs> they don't get it really good. <laughs> so, uh, but the orange is the favorite, but I, I yeah. envision it red when I see it, when I think about yeah. it. Yeah, well, so. I like red Gatorade, and both teams' colors are red, so yeah, it seems like a favorite. safe so, bet. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. All right, so, all right, Morgan, he's got Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady in passing yards. He's already picked that. Who has the most receiving yards? Uh, the, the duo of Mike, Mike Evans and Chris Goblin or Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey? The Chiefs guys. Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I think that's going to be a popular pick tonight. I would think so. What do I win if I get all these right? You Well, I'll tell you what, next week, it's, I know there's going to be a lot of pride on the line, a lot of pride, so you're going to get a big <laughs> shout-out. Okay. Maybe something okay. else, but you're at least going to get a big shout-out. There we go. Major. Yeah. I mean, we're going to really build you up big. 
So yeah. on our next next week's show, we're gonna whoever gets the most right, we're gonna yes, build that pretty big. So it'll be it'll be worth it. All right. <laughs> so who has the most rushing yards combined? What do you think? Um I'll go with the Bucks on that one. Tampa Bay. No. He's got Tampa Bay. Leonard, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. They're gonna run more than Kansas City is gonna run. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. But now Scott's theory. Now he's rooting for the Chiefs, so he's look at it from that perspective. And I get it. If if Kansas City leads in rushing yards, the game has gotten away from Tampa Bay to where Kansas City <laughs> just kind of controlling time possession. Yeah, so that's yeah. not going to be that's not good news for them if that happens. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm just rooting. I I don't watch a lot of professional sports. I just hope it's a good game. Yeah, I'm kind so, of that same way too. Unless your yeah. team's in it, you kind of just want a good game. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, who wins? We got. I got the Chiefs. All right, Rob's got the Chiefs too. No. You want to give a final score? Yeah, I'll go 35-24. No, that's a pretty good game. That's actually a good one. High scoring game, yeah. That's kind of a popular pick I've noticed on some of that. Mm-hmm. You know, ESPN, CBS, I've seen it. It's somewhat close, but yet Kansas City kind of pulling away in the second half. I think that's that's yeah. probably accurate. That's pretty close. Yep. We will find out. Yeah, it was. It was. It was come down there. I don't even know who won. Who won last time around? And the city won by three. Okay. 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 Well, they Tyrant Kelly had over 200 receiving yards in the first quarter, which is crazy. I mean, that's a big. That's a huge game in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. Kansas City jumped out to a 17 point lead, but Tampa Bay come back, cut it to three, but they couldn't get one more stop to get the ball back. So Kansas City held on. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, all right, we both we got two cheese picks, Morgan. So we'll see how that that could that could be the way it slides, and I have a feeling, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, Rob, as I told Scott, great work on everything we're doing. Um, much appreciated. I know we're just going to keep going along with it, but uh, great work, and thanks for joining us today, and have a good evening. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, see you right, both. We'll talk to you soon. See you tomorrow. All right, sounds good. All right, so we got two Chiefs picks. Morgan, what do you think? I thought we were doing our predictions. You're muted. I know I am, but you can hear me on your computer. So. All right, that works. As long as, long as they can hear you. There's going to be an echo, so I'm like, okay, if I talk louder, maybe. All right, as long as they can hear you, I'm good. No. I think they can hear. I mean, they laughed whenever I said I'm excited that I finally got the camera to work. So. There you go. There you go. I mean, That's yeah, good. I yep. think so yep. far, it's kind of working. It's but. working. All right. Uh, I'm, if not, for some strange odd reason, I'll unmute it. Um, well, the, the words of wisdom you're going to share, we want to make sure people hear. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, it like has almost like an echoey type of thing. Right. I, 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 I think we're good. I think we are too, but I'm not sure you yeah, know, like even. Yeah. Go ahead and mute it. Yeah. Okay. So we've right. officially figured out our problems with Zoom. Yep, we got <laughs> it though. We're we we're got it now. Yep. Glad we had downtime to figure out the Zoom. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So okay. Rob and Scott both picked the Chiefs. Kickoff is at 5 30 p.m. And we're going to be joined here momentarily by Ashlyn Jacobs, um, our senior softball student athlete. That you know Ashlyn pretty well. I do. I was actually roommates with her freshman year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's going to be joining us here pretty soon. Um, after that, we're going to have our standout All-American track and field cross country, Aubrey Donnelly. Aubrey's been fantastic um, as a student athlete for us. She's won Player of the Week multiple times in the conference. A big part of the of the team of the unit winning the KCAC last year. And she's just starting off this year, right where she left off. Yeah. Um, so she's very good. And we're going to have quarter, singer quarterback Dan Dowdy on after that. 
And also Alan Everwine, Keaton Snyder of, of, of Intramural Sports are involved in a lot of different stuff oh, yeah. on campus, pretty much everything. But Alan's is kind of known for his intramural work in intramurals. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they, they do a lot of game day, a lot of game day stuff. Alan does the basketball book for us. Keaton does the, um, he did PA for volleyball last year. So mm -hmm. it's going to be fun to have them on as well. I think it will be. I think that they're both really uh, just fun and just well-known people that we know. And I mean, Alan definitely will for sure let us know on his picks. I know that one for sure. Too bad it's not the 49ers again mm -hmm. this year. He would have well, really been, he would have really been wild Ben. Yeah. I remember him and coach last year were going back and forth because, um, Alan is a 49ers fan and coach was the other person. I don't remember who played last year. It was 49ers. And the Chiefs. And Chiefs are going Chiefs. back to back. Chiefs are going for back to back. Yeah. No, wait, no. They actually weren't arguing about it. They were in cahoots with it. Yeah, because they're both 49ers, 49ers fans. That was it. I was like, I don't remember. So we always gave coach like a really hard time. And then we also just had to give Alan a really hard time because why not? Well. You know? Yeah, I again, I'm not giving away my pick yet, but when you're when you're a family with a lot of Chief fans, it, it's hard to root for them when you're a Cowboys fan. But yeah, you're still wearing your Cowboys. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do every Super Bowl, and it's been twenty. Let's say it's been twenty five years since the Cowboys been a Super Bowl, really? something like that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 been a little while, but. Um, Hey, I'm still supporting them. Yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday. You support your team. and Hopefully next year we'll get to finally see them. Because did you see that they're signing Dak again? Or are they at least trying? They're trying too hard. To. Yeah, they're and trying I, hard. I, I think that they will. I don't foresee him going somewhere else. Because that what happened was like really unfortunate. And he never really got to finish out his season yeah. as a cowboy. So I feel like he'll come back. But at the same time. They are trying hard to yeah. sign him. They're going to sign him to the to a long-term contract or they're going to sign him to uh, franchise tag him mm -hmm. like they had to this year. You, you don't want to franchise tag him yeah. um, because uh, it eats up a lot of your salary cap and it, it limits what you can do with the rest of the roster. Plus after this franchise tag, it's going to go way up again and he, mm -hmm. uh, even more your cap, or he's going to be an unrestricted free agent where anyone can sign. You don't want it to go down that road. So I'll tell you this, if the Cowboys fail to sign Dak to a long-term extension this offseason, I think there is a really good shot he leaves Dallas at the end of next year. Really? If they have to franchise tag in. He would be in Dallas again this year. Mm -hmm. But um, as a, I'm not saying it's, it would be a done they still technically could come to an agreement. But if they ha if you go two offseasons without coming to an agreement, right. I think once you hit free agency, then it's, uh, it's pretty much uh, – I mean, now you're going to have other teams that's able to, to negotiate. Yeah. And it's probably he's probably going to depart, unfortunately. So hopefully this offseason, as you said, they come to an agreement with a long-term extension. I, I personally feel like they will, but at the same time, I don't really know much about that kind of stuff in the, in the NFL world. So I'm not good with trying to figure out who's supposed to be where, what contracts are the best for what people. So to me personally, that didn't matter to me. But I personally feel like he will sign and at the same time I'm also thinking okay yes he's an amazing quarterback but what other team would want him at this moment in time 
know? Well, there. I mean, there's a lot of teams that's going to be looking for quarterbacks next. Well, this year, there's a lot of quarterback movement, even this year. Um, and the bad part like, for the Cowboys, if you're not, if you're not able to sign Dak mm-hmm. and you anticipate him leaving after next year, do you just move on this year and say, because you got to get, I mean, there's an unprecedented quarterback movement on the market this year. Yes, there is. You've got Deshaun Watson on the market, uh, uh, possibly there. Now, Houston again no, today said they're they, not going to trade him. I'm skeptical that they will not. I'm skeptical that they will hold firm to that. But we'll see. But he could be out there. Matthew Stafford's already been traded to the Rams. That's true. And Carson Wentz is out there. I don't know if that's a fit for the Cowboys, but he is out there. So Sam Darnold, the Jets, out there. You just, there's a lot of, it's strange to have this many quarterbacks that at least can start in the league mm-hmm. to potentially be available because it just don't happen very often. So now how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers being named the MVP of this year? You know, I thought he was going to win going in going yeah. last night. I thought he was going to win. I think it's the right call. It doesn't – the thing about these awards is this. It does. It looks a little strange now mm-hmm. because in the Super Bowl tonight, you have Tom Brady facing Patrick Mahomes – and Aaron Rodgers lost to Tom Brady two weeks ago in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So it looks a little different. But these awards are voted on after the regular season is over. Mm-hmm. So the regular season MVP for me was Aaron Rodgers. His yeah. numbers, they were tops in the league in most categories. Green Bay had the number one seed in the in the NFC. That's true. Green Bay is not loaded on offense like a lot of teams are. And I think it's the right call, but does it look great now? No, it doesn't yeah. because he lost to Tom Brady at home um, two weeks ago. So it doesn't look yeah. great. And Mahomes in the Super Bowl again. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it this way, too, it's kind of hard for them to pick the MVP until after the Super Bowl because they're probably just going to pick the, the winner of the Super Bowl. Like, not every time, but you know what I mean. Like, okay, so and so did lose to this. So it's kinda, it makes 100% sense that they went off of all the regular season and that they do it that way because it's hard to judge it off of the rest of the season because I mean Aaron Rodgers had a way better at least it seemed like he had like just all around a way better season than what Tom Brady and Mahomes did so it kind of makes sense in that way versus waiting until everything is over and then we pick you know mm-hmm yeah, yeah, I, I think it does, and I think that's really the only thing you can do. Yeah. But it's, it doesn't look great now. No, it really doesn't because Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes in his second straight Super Bowl. Mahomes finished second in MVP voting. So, yeah, it doesn't look great. But in the regular season, I think Aaron Rodgers is MVP. I don't have any problem with it. Yeah. I, I, I think it's fair. And I feel like a lot of people don't because it, there is there's a lot of respect for Aaron Rodgers. There really is. So... I don't know. I think that it's going to work out. I think it worked out perfectly fine as best as it could without us going until after the Super Bowl or even right before the Super Bowl, you know? So. Yeah, and, and it happens in the NBA this way, too. I remember a few years ago, Dirk Nowitzki uh, led the Dallas Mavericks to the best record in the NBA, mm-hmm. won 69 games. You remember Dirk Nowitzki? He just retired a year or two ago, so obviously yep. you know him. I remember. Um, <laughs> Best record in the league. They get upset by the Golden State Warriors as an eight seed. I do. Knocking Dallas off as the one seed. So usually they would have the MV- NBA would do the MVP presentation like in the second round of the playoffs mm-hmm. on their courts so the fans can acknowledge them and stuff. Well, Dallas didn't get out of the first round. Dallas didn't get out of the first round that year. So 
the weird thing is, so the Mavericks are not out of the first round. So they had to have, he was presented his MVP. He was presented his MVP at a news conference in the middle of the playoffs. So instead of getting the, because they were already out of the playoffs. So instead of getting, instead of getting, um, the award in front of the fans like most years mm-hmm. now the nba was he had to get it at the news car so that didn't look great but no, again no. you win 67 games you lead your team to the best record in the league regular season mvp regular season mvp was dark Nowitzki. so that this year regular season mvp is aaron Rodgers. but again i think he would trade that to be playing tonight oh, yeah, without sure. question and now the NBA has even changed their format a little bit. Now, the last couple of years, they actually do it now at the end of the year, and they have like a ceremony and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like a regular event. So you don't have to run into that again. But um, the NFL, you know, they still did it right for the Super Bowl. So Mahomes and Brady playing tonight. No Aaron Rodgers in it, but he is the MVP. So I still think it's a good call. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It is. It's the right call. I respect it. It is. The, it's the right call. Um, but I know he would trade it to be having another chance at a Super Bowl. Oh, for I'm sure. sure. I am sure. Tom Brady again, and he and he he wants to be right where he's at tonight, yep. playing for his seventh Super Bowl championship. And at home. So yeah. Like home field advantage on that. Now, Seven. I yep. Whenever you're looking at like the um, what me and you have been talking about, you know what I'm talking about, ish. Like the the how big the different like the score different like the favoritism difference is that's what i'm thinking of i know that's not what it's called but um there's not a huge difference in that and even though tampa bay does still have like the home field advantage it doesn't seem like it's really making that big of a difference you know well there'll be limited fans there tonight that's true so will there be enough to make a difference maybe 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 not it's not going to be full like it normally would be but and again the super bowl brings out fans from all over the country you know yes. it's kind of like a gathering spot yeah. so it's not like Tampa Bay would have you know preferential um seating that there might be a, a some season ticket holders that could have could have purchased them certainly but mm-hmm. um it's not like a regular home game but it is a home game and you're familiar with your home turf yeah. and it's uh, I think well, I think it's not a disadvantage by any means yeah. and that's where they had their showdown last year you know or not last year earlier this season was at Tampa Bay, and even though it was a way, it was a really close game, and Tampa Bay still lost. I feel like they're gonna want to come back and say, "This is our home field. Y'all already beat us here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it's not a disadvantage by any means. It's no, not a disadvantage. I think there are, like, outside factors in it that are gonna end up helping just a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So kickoff tonight at 5.30 on CBS. And we're here at my house, actually. So I don't know what my son and his friend's doing right now. But oh, trying to they're trying to get the Xbox, sounds like. So, <laughs> you never know what you're going to come up with when you when you do it live on location. But <laughs> So we're getting ready to be drawn by Ashlyn Jacobs. We got a good lineup for you. Kickoff tonight, 5.30 p.m. on CBS. We'll get to our predictions here later. We'll do our predictions last. I'm not giving any, anything away. I'm trying not to what I'm going to pick. So, no.
think they succeeded in getting it. But. They were not very ninja-like, but they succeeded in at least... Far from it. it. <laughs> Far from it, but at least everything to me seems still intact. That's true. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> hey, Ashlyn. Hi. Hey, Ashlyn. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you great. We can hear you great. Okay, good. How's it going? Good. All right. Pretty well. All right. We got some questions for you about tonight's game that we'll get to in just a second. And we'll see if you, we've already had a couple of guests on and we'll see if your answers kind of continue. What well, seems to be kind of a trend coming, but we'll see. We'll, you're the third one. We'll, we'll see where it's going. Oh, but okay. first I'm going to talk to you though about your season coming up um, yeah. because it, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. I know you're already practicing and, and getting ready, but this season is a weird season for all of us. It's different. It's, it's unprecedented. It's nothing you can do to prepare for it. But just how things are going right now, I want to get a, a glimpse of kind of how you and your team is getting ready for the season, just kind of how, how preparations are going and, and how everything is kind of occurring on your end right now. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're ready to play. This past week, we actually scrimmaged each other a few days, and um, I think all of us are just ready to get out there and play some teams that aren't ourselves. Um, but we're looking pretty good, so I'm really excited about it. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to play as many games as we can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and if anyone needs to play games and deserves to play games, and I know everybody wants to and, and needs to and deserves to, it'd be your team. And along with <laughs> baseball, because your team was the one that was caught right in the middle of this last year as yeah. it first started. And I remember in March, and I've asked a couple of your teammates, but I also want to ask you too. Because um, I love getting the inside of kind of the feelings of when everything was going on because it was happening in real time. You guys are playing at the McPherson tournament um, on a Thursday. Well, this didn't break. And really, Wednesday night is when everything, that night before, so everything started falling apart. I mean, really, really quick. Yeah. And then Thursday, we're following your games at McPherson. And it, it had gotten so far down the pike that as I'm sitting there covering your game and I'm writing my recap that night and I'm thinking, you know what? This could be the last recap I write for a really long time because it had yeah. happened that quick. And the night before it, you know, it, it was on our radar. It wasn't thinking it was going to happen that quick. So you're playing yeah. now. I want to see how quick the word spread on your team, because the, at that moment, when you wrapped that play at McPherson, did you have any inkling it might be your last game of the year? No. Um. Yes and no. I remember throughout that day, like when we had game breaks, when I would check my phone, I would, I have a friend on the track team and I remember his coach saying something about, I don't even remember what it was, but it gave me an idea as to how serious it was getting. And it kind of crossed my mind that maybe that would be our last game. But I think I think in the back of my mind, I was hoping that we would be able to play on that Friday as well. But um, yeah, it was heartbreaking. That's for sure. Yeah, I think that was that's the word for for softball, for baseball, all the spring sports, and um, everything. Heartbreaking, just unfathomed, really, what what would happen with it. But we're glad you're getting ready to play, though. I'm looking forward to watching you this year. I'm really am. Not that I wouldn't anyway, but this year I'm yeah. really really looking forward to it and being out at the yeah. ball field. But um, we're getting some questions now about tonight's game. I don't know how clued you are into it, but it's going to be fun to kind of track things. Um, first off, a couple of prop questions. It's, that's just fun to, to do. And I, they're all guesses. I'm guessing as well. But um, 
there's an over under on how long the national anthem is going to be tonight. Um, okay. the, the, the line is one minute, 59 seconds. Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church is going to be singing it. Um, okay. You think it goes over or under one minute, 59 seconds? So. My guess is over. That's what yeah. that, yeah, that's what everybody is saying so far. And yeah. that would be my guess too. I'll give that away. I'm not giving away my picks yet, but I'll give that away because I don't think there's any way. It's not over. It was two minutes. Yeah, it was two minutes and five seconds last year. I don't think there's any way it goes under that to me. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think there's any way it happened. All right, when they pour the Gatorade on the winning coach, whoever that is, will it? What color is it going to be? The favorite is orange, but not by a lot. What do you think? I I was going to say orange. That's my guess. Okay. Okay. That's the favorite, okay? Yeah. All right, before we get your pick for tonight, a couple of questions just about the game itself. Who has more passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? I'm going to guess Mahomes. Okay. That's, that's, that was, that's been the trend so far. Yeah, it's staying with it. Yeah, I get it. Who has more receiving yards, the duo of Mike Evans and Chris Goblin or Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Hmm. I'll go with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Okay. Two for two for the Chiefs here. Morgan's <laughs> writing it down. She's got this. Oh, yeah. All right. Way too much fun yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, who has more rushing yards, combined rushing yards, Tampa Bay or Kansas City? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally have no clue. I'll say, I'll say Tampa Bay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would tend to agree with that only because Kansas City's not going to run the ball a lot. And yeah. Tampa Bay, if if they're not leading a rushing yard, that means Kansas City's probably way ahead. So it's not not good for them. Okay, finally, who wins? Tampa Bay or Kansas City? What's your pick? My pick is Kansas City. Okay. Three for three for Kansas City. All right. <laughs> so, Ashlyn, you definitely are keeping up the trend. That you okay. are, the trend is continuing to be pretty – the trend is pretty pro cheap right now. So you're you're right. you're continuing it. That's good. <laughs> All right, Ashlyn, thanks for joining us. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. And we'll talk to you soon down the road and looking forward to seeing you on the field here pretty soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ashlyn. See ya. All right. That is our softball student athlete, Ashlyn Jacobs. So Morgan, three for three for the Chiefs right now. Three for three for the Chiefs. Interesting. Yep. I vote Melissa's happy about the MVP. I'm just saying. <laughs> Melissa is in here in the room now. She's going to be a guest on here too. I've already got her booked. I booked her to be a guest. So she's going to be a guest with us here pretty soon. But um, she she is here with us and she'll be chiming in probably time to time. She's decked out in a Green Bay Packer gear, yes. which is no surprise. We I got my Dallas Cowboy gear on. We have to root for our teams even if they're not in the Super Bowl. That's, that's fine. So, I mean, what else are we going to do? I'm just neutral. Man, I should have worn my Whataburger stuff because then I could say that that's technically yeah. Texans, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could have. Hey, Texans might stink, but you know what? We have heart. We're trying. Okay? We're, we're trying over here. Try to keep that. You're right. Try to keep that same spirit if they trade Deshaun Watson. Oh, man. Ugh. Then they're about to probably trade, trade JJ as well. Who knows what's going on? Houston's just losing it right now. We are literally losing it. However, we did just re-sign Carlos Correa for Astros, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. We're keeping him still. 
Yep. Sec, we thought we were going to lose it. I'm glad you changed the topic to baseball just for a moment because as a St. Louis Cardinal fan, this is a pretty good week for me. Um, Whatever. Yep. Yep. Whatever. Did you, did you see, did you see what they pulled off? I did. Yep. Not too happy about it. That's cool. a big trade. Cool. Getting how Nolan. Did, how did that happen? Nolan Arenado is now a St. Louis Cardinal. So, and, I'm I don't a, see how that and, and you shouldn't be too upset about it though, because it's not like the Rockies are in, in your, I mean, in your division. So yeah, that's true. It shouldn't really matter as an Astros fan, should it? No, no not really. But I mean, at least at least you know, that, though, yep. So mean. yep. Cardinals are stacked now. No. Really, we just lost a huge yep. person. Yep. So. Astros have lost a lot of guys this offseason. Only two so far that I can like fully say with confidence we have definitely kept Bregman and Altuve. That's it. Yeah, Bregman and Altuve still there. So the Cardinals, I, I'll say it's this too. Verlander, but he's gone. But he's going to be gone most of the yeah. year. But the Cardinals, I was very down on them this offseason. They had not done anything. In fact, in one of the great reports that come out, I believe it's from Bleach Report, they got an F for their offseason because they had not signed anybody. They had not – I mean, it, they just kind of stayed stagnated. But then on the same day, they re-signed Adam Wainwright, which is, a good, which is good. Mm-hmm. Then they make the blockbuster trade, getting Nolan Arenado to jumpstart the offense with what their weak spot was last year. Yep. And now they can now stack two MVP candidates at the back to back, Paul Goldsmith, Nolan Arenado. That's a trade that makes them the favorite, at least in the central central division, I would think. And that's what most of the people agree on. And because before that it was just going to be a, a dogfight. And I mean, Cardinals could be in play. They're in the playoffs last year, but they would have been involved in it. But until this trade, it was just going to be a dogfight. Now, on paper at least, the Cardinals are the favorite in the central division. Mm-hmm. And possibly could move up the ladder and this is not a move just to win the division this is a move to try to win the world series yeah and it's not a move just try to stay where you're at and that's that's big so no so the cardinals i can't i can't gripe on their offseason anymore i have some before but i gotta be gotta be pretty happy now with what this turned out so build a wet john mosaic they got it done but no, you know what y'all are still kind of rebuilding a lot too so or I would think y'all are kind of rebuilding. Ish. Well, the Cardinals don't use that word, rebuilding. That's true. No, they don't fine. do it. They don't do it. No. So see, see, that's another reason why I'm like, I don't understand how. Y'all and they're in the, and they're in the playoffs last year. No. So the Cardinals are already they're adding to a playoff team. No. That's true. Yeah. True. They just put an MVP candidate onto a playoff team. That's true. So they are. They don't rebuild. I like. I like it. To us, I mean, I like it that you try to win every year. No. Because a lot of your super teams that you get, you they'll tank for a few years and just get yeah. really bad and get high draft picks. Um, I like the fact that the Cardinals are trying to win every year. And they've not rebuilt, and I don't know when. Of course, they didn't have to. And they had Albert Pujols and Matt Holliday and Jim Edmonds, Scott Rowland. Yeah. But, um, and now Yadier Molina, Chris Carpenter, um, Matt Carpenter, Adam Wainwright, obviously. So um, they never need to rebuild. But uh, now it kind of got to tipping point where, okay, are you going to continue your upper trajectory? Or are you going to kind of – back off for a couple of years, trade off some higher salary players and then kind of start from scratch. Best move says they're not doing that. They're going to yeah. still fight to win and, and fight to get in the postseason and in the world series. So um, I like it. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm very happy. Cardinals have a good outlook now. Yep. I like it. Looking forward to watching seeing going up against you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, Astros aren't bad. They're not bad. They're still. 
they lost George Springer and they lost and Berlander yeah. was out for the year. Um, they did resign Michael Brantley, so they're a bit competitive. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm still obviously going to 100% support them because always have, always will. Sorry, but I don't care what happened in previous years with all that stuff, you know. But I mean, I do care, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't really care enough to where I'm not going to root for them, for them anymore. Yeah, you can't hard, do it's that. It's hard not to root for Astros when you're from the Houston area. You can't do that. So. I've been a Cardinal fan most of my life too, and and, and there's been some rough years. There's yeah. been some rough years. They um, before they got Mark McGuire, um, it was it was some down times, and then right. And in fact, when they had Mark McGuire, it was a down time. Really, what turned it around? I mean, there was fun times with McGuire. Don't get me wrong, the home run yeah. shakes. But really, what turned the, the playoff team around and made them contenders is when they traded for Jim Edmonds. Jim Edmonds is who turned that team around with his go glove center field defense. He had 42 home runs mm-hmm. his first year. And then from that point on, they were contenders pretty much every year. And Albert Pujols debuted the next year and won rookie of the year. So that team was loaded, won 105 games one year, made the World Series, won 100 games the next year, won the World Series the very next year. That's true. Um, that team was really, really good. And that is, this team now has kind of piggybacked off of that team. Yeah. So now you got the next wave of superstars, Paul Goldsmith. Now Nolan Arenado, but Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright still around. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that mixture of what it was before. So again, they haven't rebuilt. They've stayed contenders. And I appreciate it. I like that the effort. Chilling. I like the effort. I like the effort. I do. I mean, it's it's fun to watch a team win and lose. That's true. Very true. Because my other team is kind of rebuilding right now, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the NBA. But the funny thing is they still aren't really – they're still, oh, even after all these trades this year, they're still not losing enough to really get a high pick. They're still winning yeah. quite a bit. They're 10 and 12, which is a game out of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're not that far off still yet. So they might be trying to rebuild, but they're they're just, I don't know. And I like it, though. I, I, it's fun to see your team win and lose, even if a high draft pick is involved. That's very true. I mean, because who seriously wants to continually watch their team just tank every year like you don't want that no no your astros did tank several years ago <laughs> Heck yeah, they but did. they got they did get the team that they built to win the world series that's true so if you do that it's worth it but a lot of times i've seen teams tank and they're bad for years and years and years well i mean we were pretty bad for a few years it wasn't yeah. just like one or two years no it was like three or four maybe five years the cubs did it yeah um they won one of their first World Series, I believe, 109 years, 110 years. They broke the curse. They finally broke um, the curse. Of, that was my junior year of high school, I believe. So, like, back in 2016 or 20, 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think it was actually 2015. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, the Cubs won the World Series that year, and that was not a good night for me as a Cardinal yeah. fan, seeing them break their curse. But um, – it happened. It happened. Um, they beat the Indians in seven games. They were down 3-1, come back and won three straight. And, it, you know, that's the kind of tanking I'm saying the Cardinals haven't done. Everybody does rebuild a little bit. The Cardinals have rebuilt a little bit over the years. But as far as just tanking for draft picks, they've not done that. And I can really – I can say I appreciate that because other teams do it. Um, and I, I like the fact that you're trying to win. Um, you're trying to win every year. And that, that's to be applauded. It's good. And it's worked out. And again, they got another contender on their hands now. So – um, hopefully for me, it works out. 
make the playoffs at least and have a shot at the World Series. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The, Do- the Dodgers are a loaded beast again this year. I, oh, of course they are. They just signed Trevor Bauer and uh, to add to the World Series championship team that they really not lost anyone off of. Yeah. So they are really, really good. So they're still the yeah. favorite nationally. They're still the favorite. The uh, Padres have loaded up. Yeah. A lot of good young players. Also getting um, Blake Snell. So from the Tampa Bay race, he was Tampa Bay's ace last year in the World yeah. Series. I was like, so. Tampa Bay actually took a huge hit, I feel like, after being in the World Series. Because they, tra- they traded who else? Charlie Morton as well, who was like a – Charlie Morton is now in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Berkson, you were talking about. Didn't they lose like a couple more as well from the – World Series team. Well, Blackstone and Troy Morton is a, is a big one that they lost yeah. um, for sure. Their starting rotation because they were kind of built on their pitching. Yeah. And and Snell and Morton both being gone, that's. Uh, I mean, like they should still be fine, but they definitely struggled when. Yeah. I yeah. Like just when they were playing the Astros, like they they struggled a little bit when they didn't have certain people in there. Yeah, they so. did. They did. They did. They, but they're still technically World Series contender, I feel it. But I don't know how good they will be now that they've lost two extremely key players. So. Oh, they're they're a contender. And the, and the Rays just keep – you think they might take a step back, mm-hmm. but they just keep churning up playoff team That's after so playoff true. team because they have such a good farm system. And when they do trade a guy like Blake Snell, they just reload their farm system with great young arms and great young bats. Yep. So they could be still the Yankees are a favorite now in the American League East, but Tampa Bay could still be in the mix. I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt they're still in the mix. So. Yeah, I could still see that though. I just don't know how well they're gonna do all together, and like especially whenever playoffs do come, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm just ready for baseball season again. I really am. I am too. I always get excited around baseball season. I do too. You know, opening day is always a lot of fun, and it's uh, – I think opening day – I know this has probably never happened, but from a sports perspective, from a sports – I think opening day should be a national holiday where everybody's off work. Yes. And, I agree. I agree. I think it should be a national holiday. I agree. Because, I mean, like, it's just – I don't know, but coming from, like, literally a baseball, softball family, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it just – it's so much fun. That's like why I can't wait to watch my brother play next week. It's going to be freezing. I'm not looking forward to that part of it. But, I mean, any, every single time that he always was about to go out and play, and, like, even Little League, I didn't care. I was so excited. And then opening day of just the parks being open again and then Houston, it, it gets wild. Oh, it does. It gets wild. And we have so much fun. And it just makes you feel good. It's something about it. It just makes you feel good. You get to be out in the open instead of in a gym or in a closed field somewhere. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it is. Nice. It is. I think it should be. I think we all should get off work. And that's just a, that's a petition we ought to start, I think. Yes. Get off work and go to a game. That's all you got to do. I would agree with that. So as we talked about a little bit earlier, we got uh, um, crossover season. We always have crossover season around this time. So yes. it's that's nothing new. But the fall sports converging now with the spring sports and winter sports is a different kind of crossover season that, we, that I've never experienced. And I don't think any of us have. But um, 
yesterday we had volleyball at home, two matches. Yeah. The first match against Ken's Weston was a thriller. That was. And it five was a sets. really so. good. It was a very good match. I thought we had it for a little bit. However, I was super stressed that game. But, yeah. Oh, and that's for different reasons. But uh, we were all stressed that game. And, oh, speaking of that, I got to talk to you about that afterwards. Yeah, about the situation. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll note it. I'll note it. Yeah. got to talk about that. But anyways... But after that, I mean, JV did really good as well. They won both. They won games. both their games. They yes, won they did. Both matches, which was absolutely amazing. Because I want to say this is like the first time JV's played since the fall. Yeah. No wait, They played against Pratt, which they beat Pratt in one set. But I don't really want to count Pratt, you know. But like for overall, this is like our first time playing since the fall, which is super amazing to see that they just went out and. Gave their all and ended up beating both teams, which is super awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both won. The varsity versus Candace Wesleyan went right down to the wire. Lost the first set 30 to 28. Yes. In a really hard fought set both ways. I mean, Everett was just nip and tuck all the way. And then Candace Wesleyan snuck by a second set win. Yep. So it looked like they were going to, you know, pull yep. it out. And then our teams fought back and won the next two sets, the fourth, the fifth set, um, lost the fifth set, 15, eight. And I'm thinking, okay, they might look to me like, and I almost see what you thought too. It looked to me like in the fifth set, they might've run out of gas a little bit because to fight back, like they had, it took so much energy to force that fifth set. And it seems like they weren't quite as crisp maybe. And they, and they lost. It it seemed like they just kind of like let go a little bit. Yeah. All right. We got Aubrey Donnelly on here. Aubrey, how's it going? I am doing great. How are you, Levi? I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. Aubrey is one of my very favorite student athletes on campus. <laughs> and, and she knows it. Uh, she, she knows it. I've told her this before. But Aubrey <laughs> does a lot of work. Uh, I mean, her work on her performance on the track is kind of, we all know how that goes. We, we, we publicize that and we're going to continue to do it. But Aubrey does a lot of work with FCA and stuff. And she's really active in that and just does phenomenal work. So Aubrey is one of my very, very favorite student athletes to cover. She's really <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, before we get to the game tonight, um, I want to kind of get a get a word from you about how your season's going. I know you've already been multiple player of the week. Um, you really, really ran well in cross country. Now indoor track. But just how is this? This is a different year for all of us. So we're all just – I still feel like we're kind of playing things by ear and just taking it day by day but i want to see how things are working for you and how and how you see things stand as you continue the indoor season um it's going good we're getting things done um it's kind of weird we're having to work a lot faster than we did last year just because we don't know how many meets we have we don't know what's definite or indefinite um we're just kind of taking it week by week so coaches push us a little bit harder so that things are moving faster. Yep. Aubrey, you're, she is a, Aubrey is a standout in indoor track and field, outdoor track and field and cross country. So do you have a preference on what, which season you enjoy the most track or cross country? You're really good at both, but do you have a preference on, cause I know that the training and the, and the practices, the running is a little bit different and obviously, so do you have a preference on which one you enjoy the most? 
I'm definitely a track girl. I don't like cross country very much. <laughs> I thought you might say that. I really, that's why I, th I thought you may say that. And that doesn't surprise me. No. Yeah, I could go without cross country. I definitely could. <laughs> that's, that's too much running. It is a lot of running. That's, that, that's why, if I had to take a guess, Aubrey, that's <laughs> what, um, that's what I would have guessed. So you, you backed up my previous, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my previous thoughts. So um, again, you do a lot of work with FCA. We mentioned that. Um, is there anything going on? I know things are different right now, but is there anything going on maybe later that people need to look out for? No. Um, with, with FCA? Yes. Yeah. Is there anything coming up maybe that people need to look out for? No. Um, we're just doing our usual Monday night meetings at 7.30, just start with the game. And then um, Caroline and Josiah go between sharing the message. And then there's a couple freshmen that are FCA kind of incomers. And so they're kind of in Josiah and Caroline's footsteps, learning the ways. And so they take the message sometimes too, but it's mostly Caroline and Josiah. That's awesome. We don't have any big plans that I know of yet. I do know that Josiah mentioned something about Chick-fil-A at some point, but well, if you I say that, that gets, that gets people's attention. If you say Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that gets people's attention right off the bat. So, all right, we'll get to the game tonight. Um, we got a few questions we're asking everybody. And so far, our first three guests have all kind of said the same thing. So I want to see if you're on the same wavelength as them or maybe, maybe stand a little bit different. Um, but the first thing we ask is there's a couple of prop um, questions out there, such as a national anthem, the over-under on tonight's national anthem is one minute and 59 seconds, sung by Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. Do you think it's going to go over or under one minute and 59 seconds? Mm, I'm, I'm going to guess over. Okay. Everyone said over so far. And I agree. That's the only pick I've given out so far. I'm, giving, I'm saying my picks for last, but I agree it's going to go over because there's no way it doesn't. Last, week, <laughs> last year was two minutes and five seconds. And now you got to do that. There's no way it's under that, but we'll see. I don't think there's any way it goes under that. Okay. When they pour Gatorade on the winning coach, there, there's all kinds of stuff you can guess on this. So there's a ton of questions, but these are the two that we chose. When they pour Gator on the winning coach, what color do you think it's going to be? Uh, I'm going to guess orange. Okay. Orange is the favorite, actually. Orange is the favorite. Okay. <laughs> Watch it be something crazy. Like it could purple. be. It could be. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it, it could be. It could be. But uh, Orange is a favorite, so we'll, we'll, all right, we'll see. All right, who has the most passing yards tonight, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Who has the most combined receiving yards, Tampa Bay's duo of Chris Godwin and Mike Evans or Kansas City's Tyreek Hill and um, Travis Kelsey? I'm going to go Hill and Kelsey. Okay. I think I know where you're leaving with these next two questions I want to ask anyway. Who has the most, who, which team has the most combined rushing yards? Um, I'm also going to go Chiefs on that. <laughs> okay. Our first guest on here, Scott Mosier, our assistant AD of operations. He said Chiefs. He's rooting for the Chiefs, though. And he, his, his take was if the Chiefs leading rushing yards, that means they are in control of the game and are just running the clock out. So since you said Chiefs and all that, I think I know where you're going to go with this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Who wins tonight, Kansas City or Tampa Bay? Definitely Kansas City. You are at your Chiefs. All right, but you've messed up every one we've had so far. <laughs> so far. You're our fourth guest, and we got about we got several more coming. You got you're our fourth guest. Everyone has picked Kansas City so far. 
Yep, I'm uh, putting my Chiefs jersey on here after a while. All right, all right, all right. Sounds good. All right, it, it could happen. It could go back to back. We'll see. They're favored by three. We'll see. All right, Aubrey, thanks for joining us for a few minutes. Always enjoy talking to you, and good luck with the rest of the indoor and track season, and then good luck with cross country later on, too, in the postseason run. <laughs> Thank you. I will, I'll try to see what I can do. All right. All right. Sounds good to me. Thanks, Aubrey. Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Aubrey Donnelly with us, uh, one of our favorite, one of my favorite student athletes. Uh, we got a few more guests coming up. So four oh, for four. Jeez. I said one of my favorites. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, one I, of my favorites. I knew you was going to catch me on you that. Know. And Melissa is that. Yeah. See, I don't, I think of Melissa as my worker more than a student athlete. So, well, Melissa, you can come over here and join us. You can come, you can come over here. Okay. Melissa's here. She's going to come join us. I've already got her booked. I talked to her agent and she's uh, booked to be a guest. Uh, but uh, she is with us. She's going to come in here and join us and get in the shot here. Go, got a Green Bay Packers. I told her, I told everybody, you had your Packers stuff on. And you got the Cowboys stuff. I got my Cowboys stuff. I said we got to support our teams even if they're not in the Super Bowl because it just it's just the way it goes. We have to do it. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, she just got really great news with Aaron Rodgers. So MVP. You got to celebrate. Let me ask you, Melissa. I know what you're going to say. Would you rather? Would you trade Aaron Rodgers winning MVP? to be in the Super Bowl tonight, which would you rather have? Uh, probably, I don't you'd, know. You'd rather probably him be in the Super Bowl, right? Super okay, yeah. yeah. We we said that, we guessed that, and I think he would too. Yes, he would. Yeah, I think he would too. But yeah, Morgan caught me on that a little bit. One of my favorite student athletes. Morgan has to be my favorite. I know she's my assistant, so that's, that gives me my cop out. She has to be my, my favorite. Yes. So... All right, next, next guest is our senior quarterback, Dan Dowdy, is now with us. Dan, how's it going today? Good, how are you? Oh, doing pretty good, just plugging along. And before we get to the night's game, we got a few questions we're asking everybody and seeing kind of where it goes. But I want to kind of get your take on the season. This is a unprecedented season that we have had. You've been here now four years. So, you, you know, you've been here, you've been around, you know, the way of the campus. This year, there's no way anyone could prepare for such a crazy year. Um, we're, we played in the fall now you're getting ready to play in the spring and already got that going. So how is preparations kind of beginning in the spring for you guys as you get ready to take the field again? Oh, oh, started off getting back in the weight room, you know, and getting back on the field, getting the ball in our hands and, uh, building that chemistry again with our guys. Uh, uh, it's, it's been a tough season for sure. It's, you never know what's around the corner. You're, you could get quarantined tomorrow. It could be next week. You don't know when it's coming or if it's coming, but just trying to stay positive and get back to working with our guys. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way it is with all of us. It's kind of a day-by-day -day thing. It's a process. You can't predict it. When you played in the fall, and now you're getting ready in the spring, when you played in the fall, um, was the preparation any different? Because you kind of hit it. You just – there's so many unknowns with this. There's, there's postponements. Um, you even get to the day of the game, you're kind of wondering if you're going to play or not. We've had games postponed in sports the day of the game because of, of stuff going on. Did it affect your preparation? How do you deal with that? How's, how do you how do you prepare for that? I know it's different, but is there a way, a method, or you just kind of take it minute by minute? No, exactly. You take it minute by minute, by minute and day by day. Um, it didn't really affect our preparation. We prepared like we were playing every game, and we prepared right up until they said it was canceled, and then you get ready for the next one. It's just there's no way you can really change anything. You just got to act like you're playing every week, and – go about your business and hope that you are. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what every sport's done from high school to college to the professional level. They're all taking it minute by minute. Tonight is the Super Bowl, and it's uh, they've had their share of postponements and um, change dates, but they are there tonight. Um, so they, they made it through, and uh, we want to kind of get your – we're asking everybody kind of some fun questions before we get your prediction on the game. And uh, there's a couple of prop questions that we ask, just kind of fun and kind of get everybody's take. Everybody's been about the same on it. But yeah. um, the first one is tonight's national anthem – sung by Jasmine Sullivan, Eric Church. The over-under is one minute, 59 seconds. Are you going to take the over or the under? Oh, I'm I'm going to take the over. You know, it's the Super Bowl. You got to hold out those notes and you got to yep. take every second you can when you get to sing on at, for the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take the over. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that's pretty much – everybody's taking, I believe. Isn't that right, Morgan? Everybody's yeah, taking so the over far, so far. Said over. Yeah, I took the over too. That's the only pick I've given away so far. But there's – Last minutes, last year's went two minutes and five seconds. There's no way I think it goes under that. So right. I'm over. All right. When the coach gets um, Gatorade poured on him, whoever wins, what color is it going to be? Oof. Uh, I'm going to go orange. Okay. Orange is the, is the favorite. It's a slight favorite. So. People actually bet on this stuff. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've seen the prop bets. I've seen them there. They're pretty yeah, crazy. There's a bunch of them. Those are two that kind of stood out to me as fun, but there's a bunch of people actually bet on this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can imagine it. All right, to so the actual game, though, there's going to be a game play. Um, and as a quarterback, this is, this is right up your alley. Who has the most passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Uh, Mahomes will buy – It'll be less than 100. He'll, he'll have about 50 more passing yards. Than that was my guess um, on, on, on an app I filled out, I believe. I think it was between 40 and 50, I think. I picked Mahomes because I think they're going to throw more, but I think, that, I think it's closer than what people think it's going to be. Right. All right, receiving yards. Which one has receiving yards? The, the duo of Tampa Bay's Chris Goblin and Mike Evans or Travis Kelsey and Tariq Hill of Kansas City? Uh, it'll be Kelsey and Hill. There's no question about that. Brady's going to spread it out a little bit more than Mahomes will, and it's just hard to stop Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill had over 200 receiving yards at first meeting in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah, Tampa Bay's probably going to change things up just a little bit. We'll see if it helps at all. Um, rushing yards, who has the most combined rushing yards? Oh, Tampa Bay will have that between Fournette and their guys. They're going to they're gonna rack up a few more on the ground. Okay. Sounds good. All right, finally, who wins tonight? And give me a final score. And I, I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out somewhere in the neighborhood of 34-31. That's a pretty close game. That's, that's what a lot of people's predicting. I've seen on ESPN and CBS. Pretty close, actually. Pretty high scoring. But everyone has still picked the Chiefs. All five of our guests have picked Kansas City so far. I think it's going to be hard to get by. You know, it's it's going to be a better game than most people think. But I, I don't see how the Bucks can win it. Yeah, it's going to be a close. I think it's going to be close, but I ain't can't say they're a three-point favorite. So that's a, they're the thing. Chance going to be tough. So five and zero for the Chiefs so far. All right, Dan. Thanks for stopping by for a few minutes. Have a great night. Good luck in the spring season. We'll talk to you again pretty soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Dan Dowdy, our singer quarterback. Melissa Yankee is still here with us. Still in her Packer gear. I also selling my Cowboy gear, and she's got a Royal shirt underneath. Yes. I'm glad you – yeah, you got us supporting both. Yeah, there you go. Supporting both. Yeah, I have nothing Kansas City or any other things. Wow, oh. Texas people. Sorry. <laughs> the oh. only out-of-state stuff that I actually physically own would be 
if you want to count friend stuff, there's friend stuff, I guess. I don't know if you want to count that, but I have Duke and I have Michigan. That's it. <laughs> so random. I know, right? That's very random. It is pretty random. Well, if you think about it, okay, so Michigan, I've always had to be a Michigan Wolverine fan because my grandpa and my great and my great uncle are both alumni from Michigan University. And if we were anything else, they would kill us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that kind of got drilled in our brains that we are Wolverines for life. And then Duke, I loved their law program. I like their law school program. So that's kind of why I'm a Duke fan. People are gonna be like, "What happened?" Yeah, I guarantee you during that commercial break yeah. right there, we're yeah. gonna be listening on that. Like, well, we're we're working on our next guest. What happened? Did I yeah. hear something? We're working on our next guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or one of our guests. I don't know if we're our next guest or not, but one of our guests. Giving giving instructions to it. That's the way it goes. Got to know, got to know how to do stuff. Yeah. I yeah. So we got everyone has picked the Chiefs so far, and I believe everyone has taken the over on the national anthem. Is that correct? Yes. So far, everyone has said over, which doesn't really surprise me. I don't see how it would go under. And it's Eric Church. Like, how can you go wrong with Eric Church? And he's ha and he's singing a duet with Jasmine Sullivan, right? Yes. I'm telling so, you, so many people are looking forward mainly for the national anthem. I just don't think. I just don't yeah, think it's going to, no, I think it'll be under, no. Yeah. You think it's going to be under? No, I mean, over, over. Oh, okay. I don't think there's any I'm way, sorry. I don't think there's any way it goes under. Okay, no. so like, on. All right, Luke, you can come in here and join me right here. No. What? Come in here, crowd right in here. No, no I was going to go. There's okay. Ian, that is my son, Luke's friend. Luke, you can just come around in here. No. No, I Hi, people. Peyton is here. The Converse boys, as I promised, will be here at some point. Yeah. Make it appear at some point. No. That's because you went to the Zoom. You can't go to the link. So Luke's going to join us here. No. All right, Ian, I'll ask you a few questions here while we okay. wait, well, before Luke joins us. No. Ian, right here. No. Hello. Hey, Ian. All right. So we're doing a few uh, quick questions before we get your prediction for the game. Mm -hmm. On the national anthem, do you, will the national anthem be over one minute, 59 seconds or under? What do you think? No. Uh, over. Over. You could you keep it going. I agree. I agree. Over. All right. What kind? What color will the Gatorade be with 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 the, with the when they throw it on the coach after the game? Who, orange. What? Orange. Okay. I'm saying you know your stuff. You know your stuff. Okay. Over. Okay. You know your stuff. All right. Who has more passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick. Okay. Who? Which receiving duo has the most receiving yards? Mike Evans and Chris Godwin or Tyree Keel and Travis Kelsey? Mm. Uh, Tyree and Travis. Okay. Who? Which team has the most combined rushing yards, Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Uh, Tampa. Okay. Very good. All right. Finally, I think I know where you're going with because you're Luke's friend. I I know who you root for, but I'm going to ask anyway, so you're on the record. Who wins tonight, Kansas City or Tampa Bay? Kansas City. You got a final score in mind? 35, 38, 31. Okay. 
Close from what I thought you'd probably pick it. Okay, perfect. All right, Ian's got Kansas City. Keeps it going. Ian, thanks for stopping by, man. Welcome. All right. Six for six, Kansas City. Six for six for Kansas City. Everybody, this is surprising to me. What do you guys think? Did you guys expect that? I didn't. I thought it'd be closer. I didn't think oh, it'd be man, closer. You didn't have jersey on. All right, Ian, get back over here oh, for a second. All right, I'm oh, glad. Yeah. All right, get in there. There you go. All right, so everybody can see his jersey now. Mm -hmm. It's Chiefs jersey. I'm glad you didn't have that on before because then everybody would have known who you're going to pick. Yeah. So at least it was a little, maybe, maybe a little bit of drama. I think I think we all know who Peyton's picking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Peyton, yeah. <laughs> Peyton, get over here. No. Peyton is our is my next guest. I promise yeah. the Converse boys that I'm gonna deliver. All right. Peyton, get in here. All right. No. Yeah, you gotta wear it. He had his hat on if you missed it. But no. All right, Peyton. National anthem. Is a national anthem gonna go over one minute, 59 seconds, or under? Under. Under the really? is that the first one? That's the first one. Mark it down. The first I'm, under we got. That one down. Wow. First one. All right. All right, so what will color will the Gatorade be? Red. You think it's going to be red when they give the Gatorade shower after the game? Okay, red. All right, which quarterback has the most passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes. Okay. Which receiving deal has the most, will have the most receiving yards, uh, Mike Evans and Chris Goblin or Tariq Kill and Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey, Tariq Kill. Okay, your answer is pretty quick. As you can see, Chiefs right here. All right. Who, which team has the most combined rushing yards? This is hard. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. You're going Kansas City. All right. They may be in control then. All right. I'm going to ask you again because we got to keep this on the record. Who you got, Kansas City or Tampa Bay? Kansas City. You got Kansas City. Mm -hmm. All right. So that is seven for seven for Kansas City. All right, Luke, get over here. Luke, that was my son, Peyton. Peyton, my eight-year-old son, this is my 12-year-old son, Luke, who's wearing a KU hoodie, but it's just a KU hoodie. It's been handed down from Matthew. We're not KU fans. We're OU fans. So that's just to get yeah, I was kind of shocked a little to set bit. that straight. It's been handed down, so okay. we're not to cause any confusion. Was Matthew but the starter of it? Matthew was the starter. He just got it from a friend, I believe. I don't believe it was. Oh, that ain't right. Oh, okay. But Matthew had one, but Matthew had a KU hoodie. Oh, gosh. From Josh, He's exactly. Been like 15 years, by the way. Okay, okay, I thought I thought that was a. Okay, Josh is coming. Okay. You're welcome. Okay, Luke. All right. So, will the national anthem be over or under one minute fifty nine seconds? Over. Okay. What color will the Gatorade be? Red. Okay. Which quarterback will have the most passing yards? Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Tom Brady. You're going with Brady. Yep. Okay. Oh, all right, I have a feeling. Okay, I actually know where this is going to go. This week, you know how we said it was a perfect run of Chiefs picks. Hold on to that thought. Yeah. All right, which receiving duel has got the most receiving yard? Mike Evans or Chris Goblin or Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Okay. Which team will have the most combined rushing yards? Tim Bay. All right. Okay. All six of our guests so far. Every guest we've had has picked the Chiefs so far. Luke, who you got? Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Who wins tonight? Tampa Bay. Easy. Luke is going with Tampa Bay. Bay. We've got Lucas going with Tom Brady. Tampa Bay first. We got our first Tampa Bay pick. Ian's booing, Peyton's booing. But Luke is okay because if anyone can take the boo bar, just Luke. Because Luke, Luke roots for his own teams. So Luke, 
It's not the first time Lucas had some boo birds here. So, all right, Luke, good job. Thanks, thanks for coming on. That he, that he is. That he is. Most people will agree with that. That he is. No, Yeah, well, passing yards, though, passing yards is not what – that's unique, though, because Tom Brady is recognized as a goal, not because of passing, passing yards – because no, of Super Bowl then, championships. Yeah, no, but back then, but back then it was not a passing game. It was a running game. Until yeah. so Joe came and then they started a passing game. So Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, uh, probably the best quarterback matchup we've had in a while, and, so, and maybe ever in so like Super Bowls. The only Bowl, reason so. Brady is the goat is because he has the most Super Bowl wins. That's a lot of it. Yes, it's six. A lot of it. Yes, I feel like they should be a little bit more. That's six. He's got six. And he's put up great numbers, though, too. He's put up great numbers. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good matchup. Really good matchup, though. I mean, it's this is a big deal because if Tom Brady were to beat, because Tom Brady's recognized as the GOAT, but you think about this Patrick Mahomes has already won MVP. He's already won a Super Bowl. If he wins a second Super Bowl, he's on track to possibly eventually unseat Tom Brady. If Brady can win tonight, though, not only does he get a seventh, but he possibly puts a lot more distance between his most likely successor. I mean, it's the big player's legacy if he wins tonight. I will just never forget the ref making the reference of me as Brady and Jade as Mahomes just because we're passing the baton on. Okay, yep. I've done this for all four Could years. Could be. You're, you're getting to do this for all four years. Okay, so now – Brady's passed on time to Mahomes to potentially be the greatest of all time. But Could who be. on earth knows? Could be. Could be. Who knows at this point? Because Brady's still not done. So. No, he's not knows? done. He's playing another who three. Knows? He's playing another three years, possibly. Yeah. So he's see, not done. I don't see how you could do that. Well, I don't see how you could play that long. Yeah. He's, he, he's, I mean, longevity-wise, Brady is, is tops as well. It's it's amazing what he's been able to do for as long as he's been able to do it. All right, we got our next guest coming up. It is Nick Rumbo, our men's basketball student athlete. Nick, how's it going today? Good. How are you doing? Oh, doing pretty good. Very good. Good to see you. So before we get to the game tonight, um, I want to talk to you first about your first year here at Friends and your experience. You, you couldn't have picked a – I guess a quote unquote better year to start off here. It's been as crazy of a year as it seems. How has the year gone for you so far? Um, so far it's, it's gone pretty smooth. Um, I couldn't ask for a better environment to be in right now, uh, especially given the circumstances of COVID and all the restrictions uh, uh, my basketball team and coaches have done a great job of uh, putting everybody's health first, making sure we're all safe, follow the right rules uh, that, that we're supposed to follow so we can play the season. And, um, I mean, that's all I can ask for, really. How different is for you to prepare? And I and I like getting student-athletes' perspectives because it's – you have a certain – you know, it's a – you're kind of creatures of habit to where you have a certain way to prepare and a certain routine you get in. And this year has thrown all that out the window. So just from your – in your mind, how different and challenging has this been from a normal year? Um, it's definitely been very different, very challenging – um, um, more than a normal basketball season because the schedule is never for sure. So there's constant schedule changes and uh, con conflicts that we're that we're going around. But um, we do we do a great job of just um, kind of rolling with the punches and and uh, everyone just trying to stay level headed through it all and and do as much as we can. But um, there's definitely been adjustments we've had to make to our 
normal routine, but we're all doing good with it. From a personal standpoint, you really started clicking the last few weeks and in your first year here, kind of getting ingrained in the system and getting involved with the team. Was there a moment to where, because it seemed like once you start hitting a few shots in the perimeter, it really started to flow from there and just carried on from game to game. Was there a moment here where things just really clicked for you to where, okay, I'm going to get that shot and I'm really involved in the offense now? Um, yeah, not really a specific moment, but just naturally as um, the season goes on and I get to play with these guys more and uh, work on our chemistry, that uh, naturally just happens. Um, so uh, we do a great job of sharing the ball, especially here lately. So uh, we're getting a lot of different people, a lot of different open shots, and um, they found me a few times here lately. All right, we'll get to the game tonight. And judging by the shirt you're wearing, I, I think I know where this might go, but I'm still going to ask you some questions anyway because some of them is just some fun questions. And we'll start with a couple of prop questions. The national anthem, the over-under, is one minute and 59 seconds. It's sung by Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. Do you think it's going to go over or under? No. I'm going to go over. I think that's been, the, that's been what most people saying. Last year it was two minutes, five seconds. I don't think it goes under that. So um, yeah. I think I agree with you. All right, what color is the Gatorade going to be tonight? No. Purple. Purple? Uh, wow. Yes. Some, some, Morgan yes. said purple. No. Let's go. You're the first one that said purple and agreed with her. So that's, uh, yeah. yeah. Sound random. Watch. If I'm it's purple, you. if it's purple, you guys really should, uh, yeah, you guys should get something for that. No. Yes. Because orange is the favorite. Orange is a favorite. But if it's purple, you guys ought to get something for that, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, to the game now. Who has the most – again, I think I know how this is going to go, but who has most passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? I uh, definitely got to go with my guy, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and no, no matter who – I'm not giving my pick away to later, but no matter who – I think that's probably going to happen regardless of who wins the game. I think Mahomes is going to throw the ball a lot. All right, who which receiving duo has most receiving yards, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey for Kansas City, or Mike Evans and Chris Goblin at Tampa Bay? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Um, I, I feel a big game out of both of them tonight. So, well, after Tyreek Hill had over 200 receiving yards in the first quarter last game against Tampa Bay, not game first half, first quarter. That's a pretty pretty safe bet, I think. Rushing yards. Who has the most combined rushing yards? Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Gotta stay true to Kansas City and just stay stay with my guys, Kansas City. If Kansas City has the most rushing yards, it may be a blowout because that means they're in control of the game and they're control they're controlling the clock. If that happens, it may be all Chiefs. All right, finally, I know where this is going, but I'm going to put you on the record. You get to pick who wins tonight, Tampa Bay or Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs, uh, 42-35. Uh, if that's that score, it's a pretty good game, though. Yeah, I'm hoping for a good game, a high, high score and shootout. Well, you got already got two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I mean, Brady is, is who he is, and Mahomes is on his – on his way well on his way so it should be a great matchup all right nick thanks for joining us for a few minutes good luck the rest of the season and starting tomorrow night at york and um, we'll talk to you again soon thank you for having me guys yeah absolutely thanks nick all right that's nick rambo he's been a really big part of our um, offense the last few games so, yes you know he has really been a, developed a consistent three-point shot and um he, he's really developed into a pretty good shooter so falcons in action tomorrow night at york and um, they're going to, yeah, yeah. That got postponed from yesterday. Yes. That was supposed to happen yesterday. I remember when they're gone. They're too gone much, eventually. too much snow in York. So, yeah, yeah. We got some snow. We got a little bit of snow. Yeah.
We got a little bit, just a dusting. That works. So. All right, my son Matthew's in here. Do you want to come join us, Matthew, for a little bit? Oh, All right, well, I promised the Converse boys, and you're one of them, so no. I've got two of them. No. You got three. So I, well, I know I've had two of them already on. Now I got three. No. Now the third one, that completes the trifecta. No. All right, so no. crowd in here a little bit. No. There you go. All right. Yeah, you can sit down too. It don't matter. Yeah, we got you. All right, I really don't know who he's going to pick, so this might be kind of fun. All right, so no. on the national anthem, I think I know what you're going to pick, but right, over under one minute, seconds. Okay. you're going to go exactly two minutes, two and, five minutes and five seconds. Okay, all right, that works. All right, so what color is the Gatorade going to be? It's going to be white, Glacier Cherry. Glacier Cherry? Okay, that's, that's different. One. That one's different. That's purple is different too, though. So if it's yeah, one of those two, you guys ought to get something. Like really different. Yeah. If it if it's white or purple, you that's pretty good. It's glacier Cherry is the worst kind. Yeah. So. You don't like Glacier Cherry? It's, it's disgusting. It's the only. Disgusting I've only drank it a couple. I only drank it a couple times, so I don't. It's the only bad Gatorade flavor. I don't know. Have you ever tried the cucumber one? There is a no, cucumber I, one. I didn't know there was a cucumber one. There is a cucumber one. I did not know it was However, a cucumber one. I was also like a really big fan whenever they had their organic Gatorade. Surprisingly, those are amazing. It'll it'll probably be like red for the you know, ketchup. Like them. I don't know why. You don't well, you have to assume Mahomes is going to win. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I mean, the Gatorade's going to go on the winning coach. True huh? question. There's no Gatorade. So it's body armor. I don't know about that. It could be. Oh it could be. Powering. It could so be. Weird. All right. So, it's just water. <laughs> who has more passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. You go with Mahomes. All right. That's like 320 to like 150. Which receiving duo has the most receiving yards in? Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Govan of Tampa Bay or Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey of Kansas City? Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Which team has the most combined rushing yards? I think it's a trick question because there's those little screen sure. passes. Well, yeah, that don't count as rushing yards out. It counts when they throw it backwards. Well, yeah, but I, I, I don't know if that'll the Marcus Robinson much. has the most rushing yards. Or not Demarcus. What's his What's his first name? Yeah, I love how technical Matthew is. Well, Demarcus, the, the Robinson, Robinson, the Robinson dude, Demarcus Robinson. Oh, he has more rushing yards, I believe. Than like, but their primary running backs is Edwards, Hilaire, Le'Veon Bell, and Daryl so, Williams. So, are we saying running back? Or are we saying receiver? Well, just rushing yards. Who has the most combined rushing yards? I'm gonna go Bucks. Okay. Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. Okay. That was all pointless. All right. Well. All right. That was all that was all pointless. All right. All right. It's what is it? Only one person's picked Tampa Bay so far. Only one person so far. Let's see if this is a second one. I, I have I a hunch it might be. You think so? But pressure. who wins tonight? Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Um I'm gonna go Tampa Bay 23-14. In a low scoring game. Everyone's expecting high scoring, and it's gonna be low scoring. Okay. All right. Watch it be right in the middle. <laughs> All right. So we got our second Tampa Bay pick. I knew I had a feeling it would be those two. So all right, Matthew. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Good job. If you if you've been around our athletic department, Matthew's been around quite a bit. He's helped me spot stats everywhere and over the last four years. So he's been around here. No. I love it. That's awesome. All right, that was Matthew. No. So now all you right. met all of them. All three Commerce all boys and one and one friend. And a friend. So no. all right. So I want to get Melissa's take on this. Now she's chimed in a lot though. She's been here, but now we're gonna to talk to her. Okay. All right.
So I, I, again, I don't know. Well, I kind of know where this is going. I was going to say this is another mystery pick, but I kind of talked to her enough where I kind of know who she might pick. Yeah. So, but I don't, I'm still going to ask her, obviously, but I, I thought there might be a mystery to it, but now yeah. I kind of spoiled myself, I think, by thinking about what we already talked about. All right, National Anthem, over under one minute, 59 seconds. Over a little bit. You think it's going to be over a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I agree. All right, what color is the Gatorade going to be? No. Um, I was seriously going with red. Okay. Red is also the second favorite, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's it's I think orange is the favorite. And then red is a second favorite. Yeah. So, all right. Who has most passing yards? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Slash blue. Yeah. So then it's purple. No, no purple <laughs> vibes around here, Morgan. Which team has the most combined rushing yards? Bucks. Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. All right, I asked the receiving. I'm not at the receiving. Okay, which receiving do has the most receiving yards? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey of Kansas City or Mike Evans or Chris Goblin of Tampa Bay? Hill and Kelsey. Okay. Yeah. Who wins, Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Well, if Tom Brady plays like he did versus the Packers, they're losing. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. But they might. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs. We're sticking with the Chiefs. You know, that's interesting. We'll see how it plays out because. I think Tom Brady's going to have a good game against yeah. Kansas City. If you if you think he's going if he plays like that against Green Bay against Kansas City, I would say Tampa Bay wins the game. If he played how he did versus Green Bay, yes, really? I think Tampa Bay wins. Yeah. I do. If if that happens, I'm not giving away my pick yet. But if that happens, I think Tampa Bay wins. Okay. Respected. Yep, I do. I kind of know Morgan's where she's going to be going with this yeah. too. But we'll get her stuff. We'll we'll get our me and her. We'll get our. Actually, I don't think you do because I have no idea still. I'm well, it, is it just, I mean, okay. We're going to like cut it off when it gets to my pick because I have no idea. No, you're going to get a pick on record. No. <laughs> We're going to get oh, a pick on record. We're going to go back next week. To. We're going to go back next week into our show and see exactly who did what and stuff. But, no. <laughs> you know what? I'm sticking with the Browns. I want the Browns to win. I'm good with that. <laughs> That's who I want to win. So I'm going to put a separate column and say Browns. That's my the Browns pick. had a golden That's opportunity. The Browns <laughs> had a golden opportunity to be here too. Yes, they did. I mean, they kicked butt against the Steelers. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that hard to kick butt against the Steelers, especially after they lost in the. They Pittsburgh the was on a on a downward trajectory, but, but Cleveland was was only down 22 to 17 to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes goes out no. mm-hmm. in the third quarter. It was 19 10 when he went out. It, like, it was 22 17. They had the ball and had the punt. No. And then Kansas City converts on fourth down, keeps the ball, runs out the clock, and wins the game. You know what NFL team we should have? The Mighty Unicorns. Just think about that. Like, okay. Yes. But if, that's good. I'm good with either or. But I, I mean, if they're going to be unicorns, they might as well be mighty. Honestly, no, it's like a farming team, like yeah. a AAA team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It kind of does. It kind of does. It sounds like something you'd see like a promotion, like Unicorn's yeah. Hat Night or something. Yes. Or uni- I saw this. There's like the Savannah Bananas as a team. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. could have done like, instead of like the wind surge, do the unicorns. Because, I mean, come on, who cares? <laughs> I'd have been okay with that. I know, right? I Seriously. Like, I mean, I loved whenever they were the wing nuts. I literally on their night that they were giving yep. me like their older 
uh, oh, jerseys. Retro yeah, the retro yeah. jerseys. I hardcore wanted to go to that game just so I can get one <laughs> and say, hey, I'm supporting the wing nuts. Like, come on, it's the it? wing nuts. Yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. That'd be good. But Alan, you know what? Yeah. How do you feel about the wind surge versus the wing nuts? <laughs> <laughs> wing nuts every day. Yes. Alan likes the wing, wing nuts. nuts. Yeah, I like the wing nuts, actually. I did too. No. The wind surge, you know, we was talking about when they had a team, and this is Alan Everline joining us, our intramural director. He does all kinds of things over here. We'll get to that in a minute. He's everything. He does everything here. Yeah. But you know, when they were naming the name, Alan, when they were named, when they were remember, they went through a selection process with the name. The wind surge never come to my mind as far as a possibility. What was you thinking on that? Well, when I first heard that name, I'm trying to think. Okay, I gotta look up and see what the wind surge is or what that actually is. I mean, anybody else can tell me right off the bat what, what the wind surge is or what a wind surge is? No. Okay, the Urban Dictionary uh, version of the wind surge. It is very interesting. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. It's actually basically a fart. Oh goodness! Right so, before yeah. you are about to go to the bathroom, that's what a <laughs> they surely, but you know they couldn't have looked that up. But, I, I'm serious. There's no way. There's no way if they knew that that they would have named it that. I wouldn't okay, think. But who knows? Too, because like then people started to make like different memes or just like graphics of literally a horse yeah oh my goodness okay yeah yeah it's like the image of the unicorn fart rainbow that almost spoiled that everything awesome if we were the unicorns i'm telling you that would have been yeah, unicorns sound better and better now everyone <laughs> <laughs> keaton snyder is also with us he is a ga with Mr. mules and does a lot of different stuff keaton how's it going good how are you guys doing we're doing pretty good we're great can't do great yeah, not getting in any trouble, are you? Never. Not never. never. <laughs> what, what is that? What's trouble? Yeah. 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 So Alan is our intramural director. He does all kind of stuff, and um, Keaton is this, is right there with him. And I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna ask you both guys both this question. It's I know we're kind of um, laughing a lot, and Morgan's got telling some funny stuff, and. And I'm going to make it at least semi, for a moment, I'm going to make it semi-serious. It won't be completely serious, but semi-serious. Um, and it's impossible to do that with you guys, honestly. When we get together, it's impossible <laughs> to be So Alan knows this, and Keaton, it's, it's, we can't be 100% serious. It's we just have fun, man. We're just, we're just all about fun. It's semi-serious at the most. I knew this part was going to be the comedy part. <laughs> I was looking forward to this because it was going to be the fun, it was going to be the fun part. But guys, with everything going serious, with everything going on, you guys are all involved in athletics. Obviously, I am too. But and Morgan is, Melissa, we're all involved. But um, how how different a year has this been? How is things going on your end, Alan and Keaton? You both can answer. But how how would you assess things going on? As we're now in the second semester, we're a month into it, so we've had a, you know a little bit of a sample size. How do you think things are going on your end? You know, um, different is probably the best word to use, right? Um, but I, I can tell you our students love the fact that we're offering activities in our area. Um, we're attempting. Um, I know there's some colleges out there that are not doing that right now because I talked to some of my colleagues out there and, and they're like, you really attempted that? And I said, well, we did. Well, how'd it go? Ask me at the end of the season. 
because it's kind of unique, but no, just, just the opportunity to offer activities outside of the realm of athletics that help maybe some of our students find a second home or, or a second niche at friends while they're here and, and knowing that, Hey, we're able to offer all activities. Um, social distancing is the key spectrum there trying to do them as socially distant and as uh, safe as we can. Right. But no, I, a lot of, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy from intramurals this year. Um, obviously with the return of five and five basketball, that's been the big plus the last two weeks, really. Um, I think there were some students that didn't think that would return. So it's kind of been neat um, to see the students participating again, um, giving it a chance. Um, Cause that's what we asked some is, Hey, give us a chance, see what it's like. If it's, if it's not what you're thinking, or you, you don't feel like we're doing the right measures, let us know. And, and to this date, knock on wood, right, Keaton, we're, we're still able to do that. And, and no one's told us differently. So Yeah, what do you think, Keaton? You you do a lot with athletics. How's things going for you? And you do you did PA for volleyball yesterday. You you kind of you do PA for baseball. You've done scoreboard. You've done a little bit of everything. Um, what what's your favorite thing to do though in the athletic department? What what do you like the best? Because you do kind of a lot of niches. What what's your favorite? That's a tough one. Um, I don't know if I can say I have one over the other. Um, I just I don't know. I I just like doing them all. But um, in terms of the intramural, I think intramural department here at friends i think one thing that we've really talked about in um our meetings and our staff meetings and stuff is celebrate the small victories and that's really what alan's been harping on ever since we got back in august was celebrate the small victories you know we're able to have stuff you know maybe the numbers aren't as what you know as high as last year or whatnot but i think being able to have basketball being able to have fantasy football being able to play volleyball um, celebrate people coming out and giving them that chance to, you know, Hey, it's like, it's like sports, it's like our athletic department or, you know, pro sports, college sports, high school sports. It's an escape. It's an escape from, you know, the pandemic, not the, you know, read the headlines or any of that. You just go out and have fun. Yep. That's good. So about the game of night, Morgan, I'm going to let her ask these questions. She knows them as well as I do right oh, now. So them? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Start with Alan. I want to hear Alan. Start with Alan. We're mixing it up over here. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So Alan. So I don't remember. It's a minute fifty nine seconds. That's the old. That's, that's the okay. that's the so line. The, yes. So the line for the national anthem. I won't pronounce this exactly, or I won't say this exactly. I promise you, Levi does. So I'm not very good at this yet. But the line for the national anthem is a minute, a minute and fifty nine seconds. Do you think we're going to go over or under that? I think we're going to go over that. We're going to go over. I agree. That's my pick. I'm thinking two oh four. Two oh four, interesting. Last year was two oh five, and and this one is a duet, so I don't see any way it goes under under two minutes. I wouldn't think. Well, no, Only one person's picked the under. Only one person's picked the under. It, it was Peyton too. Yeah. It was Peyton. That's the only one. <laughs> Basically, when I want to write though, <laughs> well, it should be the only one that is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Oh man, so. You know how they like to pour the Gatorade on on the coaches and stuff. What color do you think the Gatorade's going to be? I'm going to say orange. Orange, okay. That's, That's the favorite. favorite, slight favorite. Orange is slight favorite. And I, I said the other guests too. People actually bet on this stuff. Can you believe that? <laughs> they do. There's lines and everything for this. Can you believe that? I like 
all the commercials. There's lines on Willoughby heads or tails, and yep, yep, there is a lot of prop, a lot of prop bets. So. You think it'll be heads or tails? Never fail with tails. I know, right? Yep. Can never fail with tails. I always call tails. It seems I like when I do. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, who do you think's gonna have more passing yards, Mahomes or Brady? Mahomes. Mahomes. That's been the favorite so far. Mahomes. Okay. How many rushing yards total do you? What team do you think is gonna have the most rushing yards total? To have that, you have to have a rushing attempt, correct? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, I, and that, there may, that may be few and far between tonight. <laughs> yeah, of course, you would ask me that. Yeah. Like, yep. Wow, Alan. Jeez. I just figured both quarterbacks would just line up and shotgun and just throw it all over the field tonight. Well, that's what, that's what most people is going to happen. And I'll tell you what, the ones that very few has picked the Chiefs. But I'm um, from rushing yards. But I said if, if the Chiefs, and Scott said this too, if the, rush, if the Chiefs, Lean and rushing yards, that means they are controlling time of possession and they are pretty much in control of the game. So that's not good news for Tampa Bay if Kansas City is leading the rushing yards too. I mean, I, I think rushing yards, I could see Tampa Bay having that, but maybe rushing attempts and, and clock, probably Kansas City. Okay, so I, don't, I, I, I can't tell you Tampa Bay's uh, – Rush uh, receiving yards. Chris, Chris, Chris Goblin and Mike Evans. Alan, who, which receiving duo has the most receiving yards? Mike yeah. Evans or Chris Goblin or Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Which duo has most receiving yards? Kelsey and Hill. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I'm pretty positive we already know what your answer is going to be, but who do you think is going to win? Are you just going off of the jersey that I found? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a getaway, but I know you're a 49ers fan, though, so it's a little bit, you know. Exactly right, and and here's a story. Last year when it was the Chiefs and Niners and we hosted the uh, Super Bowl watch party in Casado, I wore a Niners jersey, and they got beat. (laughs) Alan, you're really going to wear the Chiefs jersey today? And I said, well, if if it's bad luck, I'm sorry. If it's if maybe it changes the luck, maybe I'll go back to my Jimmy G jersey next year if he's still a, a Niner or something different. But but no, I, I'd say the Chiefs are going to win today. I think uh, I think I think Brady's Brady's old arm will only carry him for three quarters, and then he's going to struggle. <laughs> uh, what do you think the final score is going to be? It's going to be thirty-five. Okay. To 28. 28. That's so close. Yeah. All right, Keaton, how about you and all these things? All these things? Okay, well, first off, I think I think you guys are wrong on the prop bet. I think the, the best prop bet is the, the way that the first team's going to score. You know how that's going to be, right? It's going to be Bar- Byron Pringle opening kickoff. He's going to return it for a touchdown. You think so? All K-State, right. K-State alum. He's going to – they're going to defer, and they're going to – Tampa Bay's going to win the toss. They're going to defer to the second half. They're going to kick off. Chiefs are taking it back. Opening kickoff. You got to figure it out. You're on That's the record it. with this. Keaton, you're That's on the it. I'm on the record. This is a crystal ball right here. I've had it. You're I on have the a crystal ball. Tampa Bay defers. We're going to see what happens because you're very specific. That That's going to happen. Yep. It's going to happen. You heard it here first, folks. All right. All right. Well, if it happens, Keaton, you're <laughs> – stand out. Well, all right. Yeah. 
You stand. What was what what was the first question? Dash let them. How long is it going to be? Over under one minute fifty nine seconds. So. And you you guys said there's two people singing it. Yep. It's a duet. Yeah. Well, it's got to be over then. I think it's over. People. It. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you do that. I don't think why they go under two minutes. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm gonna say over. Okay. What color is the, the next one gonna be? No. The Gatorade color. Yep. I think we're gonna do Arctic blue. That's different. Yeah, that's that. different, huh? That's you know, not I, said that. certain. You know, we've had we've had a lot of guests on, and, and most of them saying red, orange. Uh, there's been a couple that has stood out uniquely. Keaton, you're one of them. Um, my son Maddie said glacial cherry. Oh. Dan Dowdy said purple. No, Nick. Oh, Nick, Nick said, said purple. purple. What, what did Dan say? Was it? Dan um, said orange. Orange. Okay, Nick Rumbo said purple. Okay. What What's the? Is do you have lines on these or? No lines, sure. just asking. No for us, okay. but whoever okay. wins this, okay. who gets the most right is going to get a big so, shout out and a lot of pride in our on our next week's podcast. Okay. Oh, Lots at stake here, then. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, you, you are thinking this through. You're you're thinking deep on this. I like it. I had to do my research, you know. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Who has the most passing yards, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? I think I think Patrick Mahomes. I think Tom Brady's more of a game manager at this point. I think Mahomes is just going to you know throw it around. I think he'll he'll outdo him by quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who has a, which receiving duo has most receiving yards? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey of Kansas City, or Mike Evans and Chris Goblin of Tampa Bay? I think I'm going to do it the Chiefs guys just the same way with the with the with the quarterback. I think Mahomes going to throw it around. I think yeah. They'll, they'll be Regardless where you pick, you really can't go wrong with Kansas City throwing the football. As far yeah, as I think, I think it'll be a lot of throwing for yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. How about rushing yards? Who has most combined rushing yards? I think this is where it gets interesting. I think I think Tampa Bay is going to lead this because I think, barring Bill Snyder ball, I'm going to, you know, K-State fan here, so I'm going to throw some K-State knowledge at you. I think, you know, Bill Snyder, when we play the, the spread offenses, it's always the best defense is your offense. And I think Tampa Bay running the clock and putting in the hands of Fournette and Ronald Jones, I think I think they're going to – I think they'll out, outdo the Chiefs in the running yards. I think Tampa Bay has to because I think they have to keep – I think if Kansas City wins their rushing yard battle, that is really bad news for Tampa Bay. I think, I think Tampa Bay has yeah. to keep Mahomes. If that's the case, I think the Chiefs – I think this – it's over. Yeah, yeah. If Kansas City runs ball effectively, it's uh, – Tampa Bay has to win that. They have to keep Mahomes off the field for as much as possible, keep it close, and then have a chance for a quarter. I agree. They got to run the football. All right, lastly, who wins? Tampa Bay. Okay. Tampa. Okay. I think I think this is how it's going to go down. I think I think this is this is what this is what my crystal ball said. I think I think the Chiefs are going to have the ball with like two minutes left. I think I think they're going to have a chance to punch it in. Um, they're going to be down three. They're going to have a chance to punch it in to get the get the touchdown and take the lead. But Tampa Bay holds them, and they have to kick a field goal. With one minute left, they have to kick off. With Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady drives the Buccaneers down the field, and they set it up for a 48-yard field goal for who? Ryan Suckup. Ryan Suckup. Ryan Suckup hits the game-winning field goal. Kansas City. How, how crazy is that going to be? The Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. I love how you're thinking. Wow. Ryan <laughs> Suckup is the hero, and the Chief fans yep. are – Oh, man. Can you imagine what Chief fans are going to be saying of Ryan they Suckup? Are, everyone at Friends University is going to go after Allen Everyone. For wearing the Chiefs jersey. <laughs> oh, there you go. Keaton, <laughs> <laughs> uh, over under, how many people get on the Allen if the Chiefs lose? Over under, how many people? No. Uh, 
Well, it's going to be the over. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't even know the line, but it's, it's going to be over. 20, 30, yeah. I mean, how many? Especially with the, with the watch party in Casado. I mean, I don't know how many Buccaneers fans are going to be there, but I would imagine the majority is going to be Chief fans. So, Alan might be in trouble then. Yeah, you might be in trouble, Alan. All right. Alan better root with the Chiefs in really hard then if, if, since he's wearing that jersey. Because <laughs> he already didn't endear himself too well last year after wearing the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. But, the I can, only one in the whole building. I can, last year, though, I was I was probably the most positive for the Chiefs fans. When they got down 10, they were all – tears were starting to flow. They were wanting to leave Casado. And I said, there's too much time for Patrick Mahomes to come back. And yeah, they did. So. How tough is it, though, Alan? You're right. But how tough is it from last year? 49ers were up by 10 with about six minutes, roughly six minutes to go. Jimmy Garoppolo has a wide open Emmanuel Sanders, and it just it was inches off his fingertips. If he makes that throw, the 49ers have the game locked away. That that'd be tough on you because that was the play that really could have sealed it and would have prevented Kansas City from coming back. You know, Levi, you uh you 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 hit the you hit the uh, the nail on the head there. Yeah, because they were in control. Seriously, they were in control of the game at that time. Mahomes have thrown two interceptions. Four hours defense is dominating. If Grubble makes that throw, San Francisco wins the game. Exactly. And who knows? San Fran would probably have been back this year. Probably. Yeah. Wasn't the way. I'm just curious how many times the uh, Buccaneers uh, cannon operator tries to shoot the cannon off tonight. <laughs> that is going to be There's a prop bet for that. There is. There is. And he's supposed <laughs> to do it for every team, isn't he? Or not? Oh, no, teams. Which is it, guys? Is he going to do it for every team? Well, touchdown? depends on who you listen to and talk to. He's supposed to do it for every team. Then I know, but I'm, I'm wondering. And I said, I'm just curious. I'm curious too now. I've heard that too. I'm curious. That's a lot of things to watch out for tonight. I'm curious. Well, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, this is the first time in history that the home team that's actually hosting is actually in the Super Bowl. So Yeah, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one knows exactly what's going to happen, especially with the team traditions mm-hmm. in the field. So. Yeah. Going to be different. Going to be different. All right, Alan, Keaton, thanks for stopping by for a few minutes to join us. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you here pretty soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Enjoy here. the game. All right. You guys, too. Talk to you again soon. See you, guys. All yeah. right. All right, so we've got uh, – that was a third Tampa Bay pick. That was, it was. That was one more than what I thought it was going to be. I already, I already was kind of counting on two because I've talked to Matthew and Luke a lot about the game, so I kind of knew where they might be leaning. But um, I, we've not made our picks yet, though. No, and I just so, actually uh, found out some news with Kansas City. You know how, like, their uh, number one defensive lineman, he's out? Yep, yep. The rumor, at least in my hometown, is that Ricky Seals-Jones is going to be replacing him. Really? For the Super Bowl game. Really? Well, he's had he's had some big he's had some big game experience. He's been I with know. the Cardinals. I know. Um, he was their top tight end for them. He's not done a lot for Kansas City, but uh, when you back up Travis Kelsey, there's not a lot of a lot a well, lot yeah, of no. reps. No. But um, yeah, hey, if he. But so far, that's actually supposedly the rumor. So I'm going to be very excited for him if that yeah. is true. Well, because it, yeah. that's absolutely amazing. But anyway, if you just suit up for the Super Bowl, that's yeah. major. I mean, that's yeah. major. That's huge.
Yeah, so I, I'm that's huge. I'm kind of excited to see if that works out or not. If that actually yep. is, if yep. he plays, then I'll go for Kansas City. If he doesn't, I don't know right now. All right, well, I don't know if he'll play or not, but, but maybe you need to root for Tampa know. Bay. I don't know. No. <laughs> if he suits up, then no. if he suits, suits up, then 100% Kansas City because I'm like, yes, Ricky Seals, let's go. I know you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. used to be friends. Now he's too big, and I don't talk to him ever. So. All right. All right. So what do you think about these questions first? You got over under on the national anthem. What oh, do you think? Over. I'm going over. I already said that, but I'm going yeah. over. No. Me and you both going However, over. However, I'm yeah. very excited and looking forward to the national anthem. Yeah. Just because of who it is. Yeah. Huge Eric Church. Uh, yeah. yeah. Huge. So. Am I in the minority? I don't really know Jasmine Sullivan very well. I had to look up. I know she said she's a Grammy nominated artist, but I had to kind of look up her. I think she's still up and coming. That's why. Because I wasn't real familiar with her. I don't know if I was in the minority, just didn't. Because I know Eric Church obviously really well. Yeah. Um, I, I but, would say she's still kind of like an up and coming artist. Like she's definitely made the breakthrough, but. Yeah. Yeah. She's still kind of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're both over on that. Yes. Um, what about you on the? You said purple for the color. You mentioned that. Is that your pick? Is that your pick? Because you mentioned it, but I mean, purple. That's your pick. Okay. It's gonna be purple. <sighs> somehow, some way, it's gonna end up being purple. Like whether it's supposed to be actually it's um, really truly yellow. Well, whenever you look on the ground and watch, it's gonna be purple or something. You know, when I think I about the Gatorade, purple. orange is a favorite. Red, I think, is a second favorite. But when I envision the Gatorade being tossed, you know, being poured. On the coach each year. You remember the old commercial? It was for all of our time, but remember the old commercial where, um, when Gatorade first come out, mm -hmm. Melissa, you may know what I'm talking about too. It was like Gatorade, you know, the Florida, Florida Gators. They had yeah, their, yeah. Um, there was a commercial about it and stuff, and it was green. No. Yeah. And that's what I envisioned. I'm gonna go green just because that's if I have to think of a color, and I've not thought about it a whole lot. But if I think of a color, I'm thinking of green. So I'll just say green. I know orange and red is a favorite. But... That was kind of like my my thinking, just because I like to go to the original, the traditional yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Plus, I like Green Gatorade probably one yeah, of the best. Yeah, it's definitely up there. It's not my favorite favorite, but it's up there, pretty high. And would you yeah. just envisioning it being poured on them? I don't know. I just always think it has to be yellow. But okay. At the same time, I'm like, you know what? Purple. Let's go with it. That's different. That's different. I have no, not. I have um, never seen purple. But, but is, Nick Rumbo said purple. Yeah. So this is a first time in history for a lot of things right now. Okay. So <laughs> look, watch this one be like the most famous part of the whole entire Super Bowl is that it was a yeah. purple Gatorade poured on the coach. Who cares who wins? It was purple. But I feel like a lot of people don't like purple Gatorade. That's very true. So I drink any kind of Gatorade, honestly, but purple is not my favorite. Well, I just know a lot of people say they don't like it. Yeah. So <laughs> they won't drink it. So you're trying to pour cold water on Morgan's stick early yeah. on in the process. Yeah. I don't care. I we'll see. Be, be, be fun. Be, we'll see what it is. We'll see what it is. But this is coming from the girl that literally wants the wind surge to be and now the unicorn. So. All right. So you got purple. I got green. You're a unicorn. Yeah. yeah but what? what so you right gave the direct definition of the wind surge unicorn to sound the better and better. You I'll say that. It's every flavor of Gatorade. Yes. What if it was that? Rainbow Gatorade. That's a, yes. Then who would win the drawing thing? The bets. No one. 
Fair Nobody. Point, no. Yeah. Did take their money. Well, that's yeah. because we said it was rainbow. Oh, yeah. Just because you mentioned it. We'll make a donation yeah. to friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, with us, there's not really going to be a drawing. It's just going to be like pride and, and, and a big pride. shout out. Like, we're going to, whoever. Yes, we'll do it on Twitter. No. If, they, yes. if the Chiefs lose, we have to uh, shout out Alan on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yes, please do. Because Alan wore a uniform. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, you're with us That's now, so you have that. Uh, you, you have that in now, so you, I'll let you do that. If the cheese loose, when we do that to Alan, I'll let you do that. I'll do it. I'll let you do it. You can come up. You can be the inspiration for it. All right. You can be the inspiration for the tweet. Okay. In fact, I might even put on there. We might put on there inspired by Melissa. Yes. Yeah, that, that's good. All right. All right, Morgan. Next question was passing yards. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. I actually am going to agree with the majority and go Mahomes. I am too for passing yards. Yeah. I am too. I think whether whoever we pick to win, I think Mahomes throws some more yards. I, I think he has. I think he does too. In yeah. Honesty, like just looking back at like oh, one the game that they did already yeah. play. Two, just how the season has gone, I feel like he has way more passing yards than he than Tom Brady. Yeah, really I think Brady wins there. a different way, yeah. and and even last and even in the last game, the AFC Championship game, Aaron Rodgers threw for more yards than Tom Brady did. Yeah. So even though even though Tampa Bay won the game, so it, yeah, I think Mahomes throws some more yards. Whether or not whether or not who wins, we'll get that in a minute. But yeah, I'm gonna go Mahomes on that too. Okay. All right. So receiving yards, what do you think, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill or Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? honestly really do believe Tyreek and yeah I think it's going to be Hill and Kelsey mainly because I know that supposedly the Bucks have a defense against the, both of them and they're going to find a way to stop both of them but at the same time I don't really know yeah I, I don't foresee their play their receivers being any better you know, for receiving yards. Yeah, Evans and Godwin are both Pro Bowl kind of receivers, as is Tyreek Hill and Travis yeah. Kelsey being a Pro Bowl tight end. But I think Mahomes is just going to air it out more, and that kind of gets to our next question. But I think Tampa Bay is, is going to try to is going to try to run the ball more yeah. and try to keep Kansas State's offense off the field, and and I think it's what they have to do. I think they have to control the clock as much as they can. Agreed. And um, so I'm going Kansas City, Hill and Kelsey as yeah. well. Rushing yards, we got. Oh. I actually do think that it will be Tampa Bay on that one. Yeah. Because if, especially since Brady doesn't pass that much, I think he's going to have to run. And I think that that means that's all that they really and truly can do. If they if they want to win, yeah. I think that that's the main thing that they can do is just run. Run the ball. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm with you on that too. Tampa Bay's going to run the ball on, more. Not hating on Brady and his throwing powers. No, but no, Brady's going to have just, a good game. I think either way. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. I just think Tampa Bay is going to make a more effort to run the football. Yeah. And I think with Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, I think they will try to control the clock, try to play some smash mouth football. I think they will have more rushing yards. Yeah. So, like we said before, if Kansas City wins that battle, then it's probably going Kansas City's yeah. winning a big way. I don't way. think this is going to be a blowout by any. No, I don't either. All right, who wins? You got to pick, you know, I. This has been probably one of the most stressful picks I've had to do in years. Well, it should be. Not going to lie. Uh, it's the big one. And you've stressed out over a few picks too well, in the regular yeah, season, but, but this is the big one. It should be. This one, they're so different, but they're so similar that yep. 
it makes it so hard to choose. I mean, like, there's only a three-point difference in favor. Yeah. It started out three and a half, and now it's down to three today. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. And I really do think that with Kansas City, again, losing their their starting defensive lineman due to an injury, I think that's really going to actually hurt them because he was very – I wouldn't say necessarily dominant, but he was he was well, very much Eric Fisher, a huge yeah. part of why Kansas City. Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher was our top or one of their top offensive linemen in protecting Patrick Mahomes, linemen, yeah, and Patrick yeah, Mahomes. in protecting Patrick Mahomes. Now I got where you're going on it, you, and you know what I meant. and Tampa Bay's <laughs> defensive line, Jason Pierre-Paul, Shaq Barrett, they put pressure on Aaron Rodgers consistently. Two weeks, so they sacked him five times. To me, that was the biggest difference in the game, yep. um, even beyond what Brady and was able to do offensively. He had a great game, but the Tampa Bay's defense really, really put consistent heat on Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a big part of why Green Bay decided not to go for it on fourth and go for me. I know it took a lot of scrutiny and it probably wasn't the best analytical move, but I know what he was trying to do. Fourth and go from the eight. Melissa's here. She's reliving it, reliving it. Yeah. But it's the truth. Fourth and go from the eight. I didn't really question that decision because he's either way, if the percentages were low in picking that up, so what he's thinking of is, okay, you kick the field goal, make it down five, you get the ball back, defense gets the ball back, and then you're going for the win instead of trying to just tie it desperately on fourth and goal from the eight. But I think a big reason why they weren't didn't go for it is because of the pressure Tampa Bay was generating defensively. Yeah, and right. I think that's a big part of tonight's game is uh, can Tampa Bay put heat on Patrick Mahomes? It gets rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, That's big. If they can do the Mahomes play to Rodgers, that's a big key. That If they can – play that way and their defense can put that much pressure which so so far no defense really has been able to put that much pressure on Mahomes and I will say that much I mean they have but they haven't if that makes sense just because he's so quick with it and it's it's like literally his receivers just kind of already know where to go even if Mm -hmm. he is in the gym like he's just like well he's eventually going to get it to me you know like yeah. Somehow he finds a way, but um, I don't. I don't know. I feel like he. I think he. I think this is going to give him a run for his money. It did last time that they played him, and yeah. I think that I. I know that, and we kind of had this conversation a little bit earlier. I think that actually Tampa Bay being on the Tampa Bay field or the Super Bowl is going to make a is going to make a difference. Yep. Maybe not necessarily because of fan-wise or crowd-wise or anything mm-hmm. like that, but just mm-hmm. because Kansas City already beat them on their home turf. Not no team really likes getting beat on their home turf. You know. So, and considering that it was that close of a game, it was literally a 3-point difference, field goal difference last time. Yeah. I think that this might be a little bit of a different ball game. Okay. And watch the one time that I freaking pick him. He loses, but I think I am actually going to go with Tampa Bay on this. Okay. Game. Okay. You're going, you're on the record. Tampa Bay, you're picking Tom I, Brady. Last, just, yeah. Just based off of that. And I mean, I know my own competitiveness. I personally hate when people come into my home and think that they can take the, this away from me, especially something as big as this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then also just, just come on. Like, I mean, the, 
Tom Brady, he's already had like so much going on. Why not just give him another Super Bowl? Plus, I mean, he's already making history anyways by now with mm-hmm. the whole being the first team ever to do a home field advantage thing in the Super Bowl. But so I'm like, you know what? Just, just let him go off, you know? Just, just let him yep. go. Yep. <laughs> just let him do what he needs to do, you know? But so I, I think that Tampa Bay, I, it's going to be an extremely close game. Like, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was another three-point difference game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay on this one. Okay, okay. However, but if Ricky Seals is playing as a chief, I will be rooting for Kansas City. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> He's from my hometown. Well, How can I hate on that? And we, and I know, and I, I hear you. school with him. I hear you. And you, we've talked about it a few times um, over the course of our show, but me and Melissa both are wearing our team's jerseys, our, our colors, and neither one of our teams are in it, although Melissa's team got a lot closer than my team did. But uh, neither one's in it, so we're supporting our teams. But last time these two teams played, you mentioned it, three-point difference. Kansas City jumped out to a 17-point lead in the first half. Tyreek Hill had over 200 receiving yards in the first quarter. That's a huge game receiving, not just – Quarter, first quarter. That's amazing. Two hundred over two hundred yards receiving. People thought it was over. At that Tampa point. Bay has to find a different game plan to cover yes. Tyreek Hill. That's not going to get it done. They have to find a different strategy to contain Tyreek Hill. If they do not, this game is not going to be close. It's going to be a blowout. And Tampa Bay's got to find a way to contain Tyreek Hill. I think it starts with what we just mentioned: the pressure on Patrick Mahomes. I think they have to find a way to generate pressure. They did with their four down linemen, drop guys back in coverage. If they can't get pressed with the four down linemen, it's also going to be a long game because then they're going to have to blitz more. That's going to open up the middle of the field. Tampa Bay has to do that defensively. Offensively, they got to run the ball. They got to control the clock. Keep Tom Brady off the field as much as, as long as, or Patrick Mahomes off the field as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Limit the possessions. They're going to keep it close. And, I'm picking Tampa Bay as well. I, I, I've been leaning this way. I, I just now made it my mind just actually now. Yes. Seriously. I made, I made an influence. Well, you might have been part of it. I'm just kidding. You might have been part of it. Because Tom Brady, you remember about a month ago on our on one of our podcasts, about a month ago, we when the playoffs first started, mm-hmm. we said if Tom Brady makes this run, if he goes through, if he went to Super Bowl, that would mean he has went through Drew Brees. Aaron Rodgers, most likely, we picked Green Bay to win that game. Mm-hmm. And then most likely, possibly Patrick Mahomes, even though we had, it's when the playoffs first started. Like three amazing. Three Hall of Fame. Well, yes. two Hall of Famers for two sure. And Patrick Mahomes is on the way. Yeah. Even though he's, he's early in his career. But you got Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, two of the best quarterbacks of our generation. If Tom Brady goes through that gauntlet of Brees, Rodgers, Mahomes, that's an all-time great run. Yeah. All-time great run for an all-time great quarterback. Really be the goat. So, if Patrick Mahomes wins tonight, and I think we touched on it a little bit earlier, it Tom Brady's going to be the goat regardless of what happens tonight for the moment. Yeah. Chiefs win, whenever the game is over, Brady is still going to be the goat. Mahomes will not pass him tonight, but Patrick Mahomes will win his second straight Super Bowl. Already won an MVP. He's set up to win multiple Super Bowl rings. It could really – Tom Brady's got a chance tonight. I think this is the most fascinating part of the game. Tom Brady has a chance tonight to clear some distance between him and a potential successor. Mm-hmm. 
as a goal. That's and if he wins idea, yeah. over Mahomes tonight, it would be his seventh, and he'll have a head-to-head win. Yeah. Where 10 years down there with Mahomes, if he wins three or four more, people try to bring up Mahomes over Brady, and people's going to say, hey, Brady beat him head-to-head, mm-hmm. and that's seven. If Mahomes wins not get to second and has three or four more, then you're going to be pretty even, and Mahomes won the head-to-head battle. I think that's a fascinating part of two legacy quarterbacks, one at the end of his career, one at the beginning, but yet it could really change the course of history. Mm-hmm. I've got Tampa Bay tonight in a close game. I'm thinking 31-28, yeah. something in that realm. I think it's going to be close. But, again, just watch out for these keys. If Tyreek Hill runs wild again, not only will Kansas City win, I think they're going to win pretty big. If Tampa Bay can't run the ball, I think Kansas City wins big. I think if the game gets out of hand, I think it's Kansas City that, that is winning. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tampa Bay wins big. I think they do control the clock. I think Brady makes the right throws in the fourth quarter, yeah. as he always does, to try to, to, to win the game, to win the game. Yeah. I don't think it's – I think if it's a blowout, I think it's Kansas City that wins. Yeah. So that's where I stand. I got Tampa Bay winning tonight. So what do we find, find out? I think there's now five of us to pick Tampa Bay now. There's now officially five for Tampa Bay and nine for Kansas City. It got much closer at the end. It did. I think the first seven pick Kansas City, with, didn't they? With Keaton's pick, not gonna lie. I, well, a little I bit. I was too. That was the mystery but, pick that I didn't know who would pick. I kind of yeah. knew who everybody else was leaning, but Keaton, I had no idea who he was gonna pick. Yeah. He was a mystery. So I, that was one of the mystery picks. That that was fun. Yeah. That was funny. That was fun. I like I like his theory though. Yeah, I like oh, the ending. Ryan Suckup kicking oh, the game winning field goal. If anyone knows, Ryan Suffolk used to used to kick for Kansas City. Yeah. So that that would be fun if that happened. Chief fans around here would go, they would yeah, not yeah, like yeah. it. We're all surrounded by Chief fans, and none of us are Chief fans ourselves. Yeah. But we're all surrounded by Chief fans. So it would be kind of kind of funny, I think, if Ryan Suckup did kick the game winning yeah. field goal. That'd be interesting for sure. I do. You have an interesting I do. response. I do. No. All right, well, we will recap everything next week on our yes. podcast. Not only the game, but go over everybody's picks to who had the most right. No. Have it all we got them on notebook. It's all on paper. It's on record. It's all on pen and paper. Morgan's done a great job keeping it on record. So, well, everybody. Well, I didn't. It didn't get to, like, after the third person. Yeah, you got them <laughs> I all. actually had them down. Yeah, you got them all now. You didn't have to give yourself away. I got shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. Yesterday was fun. Yeah, was it was stressful. fun. Yeah, what we talked about volleyball last week, like yesterday. Oh, it was, it was yeah. first of many weekends that's coming up that, that we got, but we got through it, made it well. So we got a, got, it's a spring first is going to be typical of that, yeah. but it's all good. We got it. We got it. So, all right, this has been fun. Morgan, Melissa, you got anything, Dad? Either one of you? No. You got anything, Dad? No. Hang dad. What is hang you dad? You got anything to add? No. Oh, anything to add? I heard hang dad. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. hang dad. Oh, yeah. what? No. What's a hang dad? No, I'm oh, giving you another opportunity. No, but it could be. Yeah. If you want it to be. I told you I'm very old school. I don't, I don't know the new technical terms of anything. Yeah. So. Hey, make it. Make it your own. I'm giving you opportunity. Add anything hang you want. Dad. You got anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It might catch on. No, I, I'm good on everything to add. Just hoping that everybody has a um, fun and wonderful Super Bowl time, uh, whether you're with friends, whether you're with family, I, or even if you don't even watch it at all. Who cares? You know, just have a great, wonderful Sunday. Because uh, it's, yep. it it's very interesting Sunday. It's been snowing. It has been. Yep. Yeah. So. All right.
All right. Well, everybody have a great Super Bowl night. Super Bowl 55, kick off at 530, about an hour and a half away, close to it. Again, we'll be back next week to recap it for you. Yes. Yep. So I guess that's going to do it for us. Melissa, thanks for joining us today. First time you've been on here. Maybe we can make that a habit sometimes. Feel free to join us anytime. So, all right. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody.